Blog Talk Radio. Willows L-I-V-E presents our live on-air call-in show. We're opening up the phone lines to our listeners for live on-air readings. Do you have a concern or is there a situation you'd like guidance with? Get your question ready and join us by calling 1-646-716-5510 or by using the Skype button on the Firefly Willows L-I-V-E show page at Blog Talk Radio after the show begins broadcasting. We're excited. Give us a listen. Firefly Willows L-I-V-E, helping you find and shine your inner light. the show, everyone. Thank you for listening in today. My name is Hi C, and I am one of the hosts of Firefly Willows L-I-V-E. I host a couple of shows here, one called Revolution, the other one called The Amethyst Oracle, and those air the, let's see, The Revolution Show airs the first, uh, sorry, the second Sunday of each month, and Amethyst Oracle airs on the second Tuesday of each month, and I would encourage you to check those out, take a listen, you might enjoy those. Uh, as you know, this is our monthly call-in show where you have the opportunity to call in and receive a reading live here on the air. And We do this every fourth Sunday of each month. And you can always find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash fireflywillows. You can also find us online at fireflywillows.com slash live. So we encourage you to like us on Facebook, to join the conversation there, offer us feedback, comments, tips, um, follow-up on a reading that you might have gotten. We're always uh, curious and interested to hear how things turn out for people. So uh, I would encourage you to pop over there and do that. Having said that, if you're listening and you'd like to get in the queue for a reading, you can do that from the show page and you just want to either Skype in or call 646-716-5510. So having said that, and I would just encourage you to be prepared to listen when I um, come to you, I will simply ask uh, or say that I'm going to a caller from a particular area code. So if you hear your area code mentioned, just say hello, and we will have you on the air. If you don't hear me respond to you, it's probably because there's more than one person from your area code. So just be patient. So having said that, let's go ahead and go to our first caller. We already have a number of people in the queue, even with the beginning of the show, having been just a mere minute ago. (laughs) And so our first caller that we are going to go to 
is calling from area code 856. Now there's two people calling from 856 and this one is starting with 776 as the first three numbers. Are you there, caller? Yes, from I area- am. Hi. Hello, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Good, and what's your name and where are you calling from? Uh, this is Laura and I'm calling from New Jersey. All right. Well, welcome to the show. And what is it that we can look at for you today? I'm wondering if you see me getting a permanent job and moving maybe to North Carolina, perhaps. All right. So is this something that you're thinking of doing or that you've already applied for? Yeah, I've applied for a few positions in North Carolina, but I haven't heard anything yet. Okay. Um, there's, There's some hopeful indications from the cards that came up, let us say. Uh, one thing, and this is not just for you, this is for everybody listening. We're, we're in a very difficult astrological period right now, especially for the first six months of the year. And a lot of it may feel like one step forward, three steps back. So we may feel as if something stalls or doesn't move forward, or it feels like it's going and all of a sudden, you know, stops and goes backwards. Um, the key to that is that it's not most things are not going to be so much dead in the water as they are. They're just getting delayed or postponed in some way. So so you just want to um, not get overly dissuaded, but instead cultivate a little bit of patience during these first six months because after July, things start to really lighten up and open up and begin to move forward again. And we may find that a lot of things we'd either been trying to move forward with or we thought were going to happen sooner may actually start to occur or start to move forward more after that time period than during these first six months. Now, I say that to you specifically um, because there is a sense that... um, opportunity is opening up or will be coming, but I would say it's probably not going to be until, well, you're probably, you will probably start to see indications of that after eight weeks from now, which I know sounds kind of odd. So that would put us at least, uh, April, May, so that's going to put us at least into June when you're going to start to feel as if there's indications of possibility. But I I wouldn't think that Um, an actual position or an actual uh, opportunity is going to be firm until around the, well, on the the, the second week of fall into September, let's just say in September. That's the easiest way to think of this. Um, And the nice thing is the Two of Pentacles is coming up, which is where we're getting that time period, but also Two of Pentacles can often indicate that we have more than one thing to do or to choose from. So I would anticipate that over the summer, you're going to find that either a couple of the things that you have applied for start to get back to you and start to move forward, um, or something else is going to open up. But probably by September, you're going to have to, you will have two very real 
um, job opportunities uh, to be able to choose from or that will be able to help uh, move you to North Carolina or in the direction that you want to go. Okay. Okay, thank you very much. Okay. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for calling in. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Okay. Well, that was one of those kind of very direct, clear, and and quick readings, which are sometimes nice to get. Uh, Don't always have to have some, you know, big analysis or some deep underlying meaning. So let us go to our second caller, I'm going to assume from New Jersey, (laughs) Uh, also calling from area code 856. Hi, good morning. This is Stacy. And yes, I'm from New Jersey also. Good morning. All right. Good morning. Thanks for calling in. What is it that we can look at for you today? Well, um, I guess my question would be relationships. Um, I have an old boyfriend named John who is uh, calling every day saying he wants us to get back together and um, uh, also talking to new people. And I wanted to know what uh, you saw perhaps as far as a permanent relationship eventually happening. Now, are you specifically referring to with uh, John who is, uh, around right now, or are you just wondering in the future if there is some other relationship coming into your life? Kind of both. I'm, I'm on the fence. I'm, I'm on the fence. I love John very much, but it's going to take me a while to trust again. And uh, in the meantime, I'm talking to new people, so I'm, I'm, I'm not quite sure which, which direction I'm going. Okay. Um. Yeah. So just looking at cards specifically for the relationship between you and John, there there's a sense that it's perhaps, especially for you, it's not really a very healthy relationship for you to be in. And the reason I say that is because the King of Wands reversed comes up for you. And if you think of the King of Wands reversed, like, it, it's like being attracted to a cult leader. So it's like the, the moth gets attracted too close to the flame and always ends up getting burned. And, uh-huh. you know, and so it's, there's a sense that we need to kind of see the reality of that, screw our head on straight and realize this probably isn't the healthiest person or the healthiest relationship for me to be revisiting or constantly getting back involved with because at this point I would be more concerned that you would just get burned over and over again Um, even though this person has kind of this unexplainable pull (laughs) or attraction for us but we know it's not right for us or not good for us but we still get drawn in anyway so and then the the uh, right after that is coming the Ace of Wands, and Ace of Wands is about, Aces represent the new. Wands are fire, so they can represent new romance, new passion, etc. So there's an immediate indication that where we need to focus our energies is towards new relationships and cultivating or, or finding new things rather than revisiting something old. So I would caution you against revisiting a relationship with 
the the I think of John is that his name with this yes. John person and instead to really put your energies and attention towards the new even in the sense of starting to because you said he's like calling all the time or whatever even in the sense of starting to put him behind you so that you're not constantly reminded or pulled back into it by making more of a clean separation like Ace of Wands which is fire. You have that sense of kind of burning something away. You know, like if you toss something in the fire and it's kind of gone for good. That's kind of what we need to do at this point so that you can fully move forward without getting tempted or pulled backwards into the old. Um, do you um, see a time frame of me meeting a new person? Uh, well, the, the so first of all, the Ace of Wands again would indicate summer. Um, we also have cards here like the Nine of Cups, the Ace of Cups, but, but all of the cups that are reversed would say after spring. Um, and so I would pay attention to uh, new things coming in, new people that you meet, or um, even actively creating new opportunities for you to meet people in the summer. Okay. So, um, you know, use this time to, to one kind of put this past relationship behind you and kind of make it clean and definitely behind you <laughs> and then start thinking about and envisioning what kind of person, what kind of relationship you want so that as the summer comes along, you're kind of ready to use the, the energy of the summer and the heat of the sun as kind of that motivating factor. It stimulates your own fire, if you will. And so the summer is a really good time to be pursuing that and going after that. But Especially with the Ace of Wands, though, there's a sense if we start doing that, especially in the summer, Ace of Wands, anytime you have fire, it tends to be very quick. So you'll probably start meeting people fairly quickly, um, and uh, particularly around the latter part of June, um, and then moving forward into the summer, I would say it's probably a very key time for when you would um, be coming into contact with new romance, new possibilities, meeting new people, and that kind of thing. Okay, very good. Thank you so right. much. You're more than welcome. Thanks for calling in. And enjoy the rest of the day. Thank you. You also. All right. So from there, we're going to go to area code 858. Are you there, caller from area code 858? Hello? Hello? Caller from area code 858. <laughs> I'm going to, okay, perhaps that person is uh, getting some water. <laughs> so let us move on to area code 610. Uh, are you there, caller from area code 610? Hello, area code 610? Apparently everyone is thirsty at the same moment. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see who might be on here from area code 216. Are you Hello? there, caller? Oh, are you there from area code 216? Yes, I'm here. All right. Uh, what's your name and where are you calling from? Uh, Desmond, calling from Cleveland. All right. Well, welcome to the show. Uh, what is it that we can look at for you today? Uh, do you see me uh, start my business uh, next year or a uh, career change? Because the 
job I'm at now is uh, nothing really wrong. I just I can't I just can't work for nobody anymore. So got my soul has to go. Like my soul telling me to go. So if you see anything? All right. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to look at this as the way I approach it is should I stay or should I go? But that's just going to be looking at is it is now the right time to be making that sort of a change? And if not, then it may also indicate when. It, it isn't necessarily a no. It's just helping us see when would be the best time to do that. <clears throat> now, if you were listening a little earlier about the astrology aspects, then um, I would say that at least through July may not be the optimal time for trying to set something like that in motion or move it forward. But that would also mean that these few months right now are actually really good for doing preparation work, for doing research, for getting things in place that will help to lay the foundation for moving forward. So think of it like um, you know, putting gas in the car, making sure that the tires are full of air, etc., before setting out on a long road trip. Uh, that's kind of what this particular time period is a little bit more uh, suited for, I guess you could say. Um, so you'd want to be thinking about, are there things that you can or need to be doing uh, in order to lay that groundwork to kind of get things in place for making that kind of change or moving it forward? Um, what's the day and month of your birth? Uh, 12, 16. All right. So... Yeah, okay. So I use that to calculate a year number and a year card, and that represents the overall energy for a year. Um, and so what you're in is a seven year, which corresponds to the chariot card. And the chariot card, just like the name implies, the chariot is a vehicle. So it represents movement forward. Um, it's a really good time to get on the road with something in terms of moving in a direction we've made a choice to go. Uh, it can represent things happening quickly. Um, it wants us to get into the driver's seat. So I think a lot of what you are feeling is right for you and what you're feeling it's time for you to do is um, very much you being attuned to what the overall energy is that is prevalent in your life right now because in a sense of getting in the driver's seat, it may be that we start working for ourselves or moving in our own direction or doing our own thing rather than being a passenger, which means allowing somebody else to be driving us or telling us what to do or when to do it. And, and um, the, the movement forward can indicate that it's a really good year for starting to move down the path of something that we had chosen to do, which could be your business or, or working for ourselves or making a change in some way. Um, and the cards that came up that I chose here, uh, specifically for the should I stay or should I go aspect, also ultimately um, support the idea of you making a change or going in a new direction. And there is, it, it does come right back to summer. If you were listening to the previous color, the same card actually came up here for you in the the go position, the change position, um, which is the Ace of Wands. And again, that card represents the, the early part of summer, so around June, late June into July. Um, that seems to be a very key time for when new opportunities for being able to move forward may come up or when it's an optimal time to start 
putting energy towards moving that direction. So if right now we're putting fuel in the car and air in the tires, that early part of summer is when we would then push the gas pedal down to start moving forward down that path. So, and the Ace of Wands, plus being in a, a chariot year, says that if we start moving in that direction, especially if it's something that we are motivated about, passionate about, fired up about, then um, it's likely to move us in a direction towards success, that we're likely to end up at a destination where we are successful or where we feel as if we are extremely satisfied by where it has taken us. So it certainly is encouraging you to begin moving in that direction. Just make sure that you're using these first few months to start getting things in place to do that and then use the summer to really kind of kick off and and head down that road. Okay. Hello? Uh, any questions about that? Um, no, that's pretty uh fourth right. That's pretty uh pretty simple. Well, yeah. Um, oh, quiet. Well, no, I was going to say, sometimes sometimes we make things too complex. And if we can look at the simplicity of it, then that often is, uh, it, it, it doesn't have to be so difficult because sometimes it is very simple and we can just plot out a very simple course or a very simple time frame if we're willing to just stick with that rather than trying to complicate matters. And I think that's what we're seeing here. Okay. So just get things prepared and ready so when when the time comes, I'll be uh, that ready to go. Right, because especially in a chariot year, a chariot can also be about travel. So it can represent uh, literally this is a good year for either taking a trip, traveling, pay attention to what you discover or find out while traveling, like people you meet or information you discover. Um, You may also have to travel to something. Uh, Also pay attention to people that you meet or information you get from people that are traveling um, because they may come along at the right time or suddenly offer the right information to move you to the next step or move you to the next stage. Alrighty. And things will happen quickly in a chariot year. So you may find that you have to really be ready to grab opportunities. That's why I was saying to like put fuel in the in the car to um, you know have air in the tire so that you're ready to go. Because what happens in a chariot year is opportunities come and go very quickly. And if we don't grab them when they're there then they will move on and then we'll have to wait for the next one to come and we don't know when that will be. So use these next couple of months to make sure that you are ready to say yes to an opportunity that comes to grab onto something and really run with it when it presents itself. And that's most likely going to come around that early part of summer into the late June into July time frame. All right, I'll be looking forward to that and getting ready. Yes. Well, th- th- that's that's your part to play right now is to make sure that you are ready to go so that when somebody says, green flag, push the gas pedal, you are ready to do that and zoom from zero to 150 in a moment's notice. Okay? Uh, all right. All right. All right. Thanks, Luke. 
You're welcome. Well, thanks for calling in. All right. Appreciate it. And enjoy the day. All right, you too. All right. Okay. So let's see. Let's go to our next caller. And just going to pop back and make sure that we didn't miss someone. Um, is this, uh, I'm looking to see if there's a caller from area code 858. Hello, I'm here. Hello? Okay. Can, can you uh, turn your speakers down on your computer? Yes, I did. I turned there them. There you go. <laughs> Thank All right. You. Uh, what's your name and where are you calling from? Uh, my name is Anne. I'm calling from California. All right. And what is it that we can look at for you? It's a relationship question. I also have a question about my ex-boyfriend, and I was wondering if you see that there will be a future for us, like romantic future. We talked to him a few times this year, but just talks nothing else. So the card that comes up for the ex, is he either going through or just coming out of some sort of a painful breakup or a divorce? Could be that, I can tell you. I don't know the details, but I know that we, I stopped seeing him because he was back with his partner, and it was several months ago. And the question probably would be a little bit different. Will he have a clean break from that person so we will be able to have a relationship or he will be going back and forth like he did before? Well, so the card that came up for him. Well, go ahead. Go, go, no, no, go ahead. I'm listening. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. Uh, the the card that came up for him is the Five of Swords, and that often indicates someone who is either going through a difficult, uh, like a painful breakup, or is going through uh, the process of divorce. But they can also be caught up in a situation where certainly they are not happy. <laughs> kind of like being in a sword fight where everybody gets hurt and nobody wins. So it's a constant back and forth, back and forth. Um, one thing I would say with the cards coming up is you have to be careful that he's not just using you as his kind of escape valve for the situation that he's in. You know, he's like... No, uh, yeah, yeah, I completely agree. And I agree with you that he's not happy and they were fighting a lot. And I told him that you have to decide either you're staying there or you're doing like complete break from that relationship so we can build a future together. So what do you see will happen? <laughs> because I told him I'm not going to be an escape anymore. And um, if he's, will he stay with that person or he will, have a, he will make a permanent separation from that person? Well... More the indication of is that he may make a separation from the person, but he will. He it's like he hasn't learned from the situation how to change, so he would still end up engaging in similar kind of behavior. 
even if it's not with that same person. So it's like he's not very mature. <laughs> we're, we're, it's like we're dealing with a, an emotional child and someone who doesn't know how to not only get control of their own feelings and emotions in a situation, but they don't know how to properly operate within a relationship. And they end up lashing out or hurting people, sometimes not even intentionally, just kind of like how a little kid can say something or do something and they weren't intending to hurt someone, but they just kind of do it because they just lash out in the moment. Um, because the King of Swords is reversed here, and so there's a sense of either not being in control, which means somebody doesn't think things through, they don't have a very mature way of thinking about relationships, and, and they don't certainly don't have a very mature communication style. <laughs> From what um, I understand, the woman is very manipulative, and she has some kind of, of financial hold on him. Well, and again, some, she's very dishonest also, but that's, so I believe he would leave, but there was some kind of financial obligation and she just manipulated him the way she wanted. I don't know. So in other but, words, do you see that he will make I this think decision that, <laughs> permanently well, I, to decide? Hmm? But, what that, but what that shows us is that he tends to be, again, he doesn't seem to be able to have the ability or the willingness or the maturity to actually take control of a situation. And he is easily manipulated or easily influenced. So even out of that situation, it doesn't seem as if he is learning the lesson from that and that he would again be able to be easily influenced or manipulated by somebody else. So that could again cause problems for you if you went back into relationship with him because he would end up getting influenced or manipulated by... And it's this tendency to say, well, it just happened rather than I had some sort of responsibility or control over the situation. And that's what he doesn't seem to be learning from this situation. You know, so it's kind of like, well, I'm just I just find myself in this situation because she manipulated the situation and so now here I am. As if I had no say, no control, no contribution to the situation at all. And that the concern is more that he's not learning from this situation. And that you would perhaps find yourself dealing with him again, acting in this way or getting caught up in something and um, creating difficulty or pain or hardship for you because he continues to act in this way rather than growing and maturing from it. So I see, in other words, you see that even if he broke up with this person, he will get back again with sure. Well, I don't know that he'll get back again with her. I just think that he hasn't learned a lesson from it and he'll end up getting involved in something again that will create division or difficulty mm. between you and him um, and then say that he was manipulated into it or that he had no control over the situation and he just ended up in it and it'll just create upset for you So you more. see that there, there is not a good even thing for me to date him or to see him, is that what you're trying to say? Because I told him I'm not getting into the relationship yes. until I know all the details and all. When, so in other words, you don't see a romantic future for him and me, right? 
Uh, right, because at this point, if he hasn't grown or learned anything from what's happened to him previously, he's not going mm. to be any more mature or any more wise in a relationship with you than he was previously or that he has been up to this point. And it's just going to set you up for seeing, it's kind of like setting you up to, with expectation and then getting disappointed or setting somebody up on a pedestal and then having them fall from grace. It's just going to happen again. And so it, it's not encouraging you to get back into relationship with this person at this point because they are going to repeat the behavior or find themselves in similar situations and you're going to end up being the one who gets hurt as a result of it. But the high seed, do you think he will try to make uh, a move to have a relationship with me or he will not? Yes, he will. How soon because it will happen? How soon? Is that what you said? Yeah, because we just talked about weather in February and nothing else, and probably at the beginning of March also. Just friendly talk, nothing else. He doesn't even make any moves. I assume that he's upset, but he doesn't want to say anything well, to me or even to ask me out. <laughs> well, I th I think he is still kind of dealing with the other situation, and mm -hmm. I would anticipate that he probably would not try to make that kind of overture until probably more towards September. Um, and, but what's being asked of you is to use good judgment and good discernment when that happens to recognize that perhaps he has not really changed or grown from or learned from the experience that he's in right now. And that's just going to set you up for disappointment and heartbreak in the future because he's going to basically repeat the pattern of behavior. So between now, March, and September, he is dealing with separation? Yes. That, whatever well, he's... Pretty long separation, then... Uh... Well, but if there's if there's financial things and all sorts of things, it's just there's processes to go to. And if you heard me talking earlier, we're just in this period where even when people try to do something to move forward, obstacles, blocks, delays come in and get in the way. And things try to move forward and then they fall backwards and then they try to go again and then they move backwards. And so that's what we're in for over the next few months. Um, I would say the big rupture for him will probably come in the last half of April. Um, even for everybody, that's kind of the most difficult part of this year is April 15th through the end of April. Uh, but it, yeah, it means... Yeah, I, I see. I've heard about this terrible two eclipses and his areas, but I am Gemini. Does it affect me also? I mean, not with, well, in relation all... with him. Huh? No, well, eclipses affect all of us. But the reason I said April is because we have what's called a cardinal grand cross that's coming into place, uh -huh. um, and it kind of peaks April 15th, and then the, it's there for like the last half of April at its peak. Um, that's when we're going to have a lot of complications and <laughs> challenges. And what I but say how is going to affect is, Gemini in particular, the, the cardinal cross peak? If I'm Gemini and I looked on affected signs, I was not on the list, but how it can affect Gemini in particular? Well, well, one, you'd have to look at your personal chart to see if there's anything in it specifically affecting you from it. But even if it's not specifically or directly affecting us, it's probably indirectly affecting us based on people or things in the world around us that are being affected. 
And so what I say is this is like a big weather pattern coming through, and we just need to kind of be willing to sit out the storm and wait it out rather than trying to react or to do something when it's going on because that'll create further complication and problems. So for you, if you've looked and you're not really directly affected by it, it probably is just saying that it's best to just kind of wait it out and not do anything or react to anything during that time because that will create further complication and problems for you if you do that. Because I noticed in the last week, actually, things not even related to relationships, I mean romantic relationships, but relationships with people that I am involved, kind of business-like, kind of, you know, everything is so chaotic and it's so stressful. I don't know if that's already the effect of that, (laughs) <laughs> yes, April it, it 15th. is. It could be because people get mad with no reason, yelling, screaming, calling me, and I say, right. what's wrong with you? I didn't do anything bad. Why are you acting like this? So it, could it be like that early that I feel this effect well, on myself? Because it's yes. just coming out of nowhere. They just they, People go crazy around me. Yes, so, well, so there's two things there. One, we are in the ramp-up phase as we get closer mm-hmm. to April 15th. So think of it like the, the on-ramp of a freeway where, where the planets are moving into where they are going to be at that peak on April 15th. So we're kind of on that on-ramp. So as the ramp goes up, we start to see or feel the effects more and more. Then we hit the freeway and all of a sudden it's just like, wow. Um, secondly, um, especially since the beginning of March, we're in two retrogrades right now. We're in Mars retrograde and we're in a Saturn retrograde. And so Mars retrograde especially is probably where you're seeing a lot of what you just talked about because when Mars is retrograde, people tend to not be in control of their energy. So they can become overly aggressive. They can lash out at things. They can Tempers will flare. Egos are out of control. You know, it's like it, we go from a spark to a wildfire burning the forest down in a matter of a second. Um, Saturn re- retrograde is also going to challenge anything. Anytime people feel boxed in, they're going to rebel. They're kind of like pushing and rebelling against any sort of structure or organization or authority it's like you're not going to tell me what to do kind of thing and yeah, that exactly out. like i didn't do anything and i didn't say much but the person kind of gets angry with no reason and and just you know everything falls apart that's because and i'm well, trying because... to put pieces together and it's, it's business-like and one particular person is just kind of usually she has a clear mind and she has a lot of logics and at this time she she acts like a child, you know, like she gets angry and she's screaming and something like that. Right. But and that, <sighs> if we looked at her chart, we'd probably see that the Mars retrograde especially is probably affecting or directly impacting her in some way. Um, and so it's just everybody, it's almost like saying everybody's on a short fuse. And so yeah. we just have to be really cognizant of that and careful of that, especially right now. Now, Mars retrograde will go through May 19th, and Saturn retrograde goes through, I want to say, either late June or early July. Um, but that's, so those things are already going on, and that's going to mm-hmm. be in combination with this grand cross that's coming that's kind of ramping up at this point, too. And that's why I said it all kind of comes to a head that last half of April. So it's better to kind of step back, wait out the storm, not react, and not to try to force or do something around a situation, 
because it's just going to be so combustible right now that it'll blow up in our face or it'll become there'll be all sorts of collateral damage or it'll just become so complicated and so difficult that it will just want to like run screaming <laughs> and hide away someplace. Um, yeah. So, so and if we come back to the relationship you were asking about, especially this is not the time <laughs> to really be trying to push that or that kind of thing. I think that it's probably becoming more and more combustible for him and his situation, but you don't want to become collateral damage and you don't want to get burned and buried by the fallout from whatever's happening there. So it's actually better for you to just kind of distance yourself at this point. I do think he'll probably then come back to you and, and ask about trying to uh, reestablish something, but I would still caution against that because what it looks like here is that he doesn't seem to be growing up or learning from the situation. It's just like he's going to run away from that situation and try to find somebody else that he can take refuge in, but not because he's learned. It's just because he's wanting to escape from and have somebody make him feel better. And then okay, ultimately, I so. mm-hmm. well, and then yeah, ultimately you would end up getting disappointed or hurt again because yeah. you, you're, you're still dealing with a, basically an emotional child who hasn't learned and grown up. Yeah, and so you think that he may try to come back around September to make him feel better? That's 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 the yes. time frame that you feel, and so even even at that time by September, his relationship with the other person will be not a clear cut yes to stay or not to stay. So he well, will be like then, this. Well, by then he mm-hmm. may be out of that relationship and it may just take that amount of time for him to finally be out of it. And he knows one of the conditions that you've put down is that he has to be out of that relationship situation before you would even consider doing anything. But the problem is that even if he's out of that situation, he hasn't learned from it and he's going to end mm-hmm. up repeating this pattern of behavior. It doesn't matter whether it's going back to that person or somebody else coming along that is able to influence and manipulate him in some way. Because he hasn't learned, he won't recognize when somebody's doing that. He'll end up in a situation where he thinks it just happened and he doesn't know how he found himself there. And you'll end up getting hurt as a result of it. Yeah. So in other words, you suggest just even not to to have any relationship with this person based on the cards, right? Even in September. Right, because... At this point, he just hasn't grown, matured, or learned for it to really be Mm -hmm. any different, even if you did get into a relationship. So I would just steer clear at this point because he needs to go off and do his own (laughs) learning and growing right now rather than hurting everyone around him every time because he doesn't want to have to do that for himself. Okay. Thank you so much, Heisi. You've been very, very accurate and very informative, and I appreciate your input. You're very welcome. Um, mm-hmm. And you, know, use this opportunity, you too, and just use this opportunity to start thinking about and looking for new people, new relationships, new opportunities, rather than getting so fixated on this old one that you may even yeah, be Yeah, you know, I'm trying, but believe me, whatever I tried for some reason in the last year didn't work either. So I don't well, know either. This, so, someday I'm thinking that the person is maybe fated to me because... Nothing else works, and every time we get back together with him, and every time we stay together and we talk, and we have a lot of chemistry, and whatever, whenever I try to date new people, it just doesn't work. I don't know why. Maybe there is a fate with this person. Or maybe you <laughs> it's have not to that be I'm the fixated. 
Well, or maybe you have to be willing to make a very clean break and make it very clear that this is over. I'm not going back to this person. I'm now 100% free and available to move on to new people, meaning you're doing that for yourself, to him, and to the universe. So the universe knows that, okay, finally she's fully available rather than partially available. (laughs) So we can bring new people along because she now has made herself completely available rather than only open the door a little bit because she still keeps one foot in the other door over here just in case. And that's what we need to stop doing. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much, see. All right. Have a good day. You too. Have a nice day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. So I think we'll take a quick break, and then we will come back to our next set of callers that are waiting in the queue. Uh, so if you've called in, then um, be patient. We are going to get to you. Um, We're just going to take a quick break. Feel free to go get yourself a little tea, run to the restroom, whatever you might need to do. And we will be back right after this. month on Firefly Willows L-I-V-E, we have a fifth Sunday, which means a Firefly Willows Extra. On Sunday, March 30th, it's something even extra special. It's our two-year anniversary show. We'll be offering up some select content from our various shows over the past two years. Plus, we'll have an opportunity for you to call in for readings. And as proud beaming co-hosts, we'd love to receive your comments about our exuberant two-year-old. Tune in, join the party, and experience why we've had almost 80,000 downloads of our shows. See you on Sunday. listening to L.I.V.E. On Air Readings with your Firefly Willows L.I.V.E. host on Firefly Willows L.I.V.E. Find out more at fireflywillows.com. Enjoy the show.
And we're back. And my name is Hi C, and you are listening to Firefly Willows L-I-V-E, our monthly call-in show where you have the chance to call in and receive a reading live here on the air. You can always find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash fireflywillows or online at fireflywillows.com slash live. And we would be glad to have you like our Facebook page and leave us some feedback, some comments, some follow-up on a reading you got, whatever. We are always um, happy to hear from you. If you are wanting to get a reading today, you can Skype in from the show page or you can call 646-716-5510. So let us continue down our queue of callers and see if... Someone calling from area code 559 is on the line for a reading. Are you there, caller, from area code 559? Yes, I am. Welcome to the show. What's your name and where are you calling from? My name's Evelyn, and I'm calling from California. California. Well, welcome to the show. Uh, What is it that we can look at for you today with a reading? Well, I'm also calling about relationships. Um, 31... And I don't want to waste time <laughs> to find the right one. I want to have kids, so who works? I met this guy, but I don't know. Part of me, I guess, I haven't been in a relationship for so long that I'm scared to actually fall for him. So I just want to know if um, if this guy is compatible enough with me to like for me to even pursue or consider the next step. Okay. And his name's Richard. Uh, what's the day and month of your birth? Uh, August 17th. Okay. So... Seven's my number, I think. Uh, you said August 13th? No, 17. Oh, 17, sorry. Uh, yeah, so... So, <clears throat> uh, the reason I calculate that, if you didn't hear that before, is to get a year number and a year card. Mm-hmm. Um, I Probably when you said seven, that's probably your life number, um, which is based on your full birth date. But for me, I look at, for year numbers, we're looking at birthday to birthday. So from last August through this August. And so every year we change, and that's kind of the prevalent energy or focus or lesson for that year. Um, so you're in a four year. Uh, four is actually a number of foundation, um, stability, coasting sometimes, uh, organization, structure. So, you know, this is the year to be laying the foundation or when the foundation starts to really take hold. It's kind of like if we poured cement for a house, the cement starts to dry. And so the the foundation Mm -hmm. is becoming firm and solid for us to start growing or building what it is we're wanting on there. Um, so, but it also is asking you to lay the foundation during this year. So we want, we don't want to let fear get in the way of even pouring the concrete because we think, yeah, but I might have electrical problems, you know, with the house at some point. So maybe I don't even want to lay the foundation, you know, and that's letting our fear of what might be get in the way of let's just lay the foundation and start building and do the best to build the strongest structure. And there may be problems along the way, but we'll be able to deal with them because the foundation will be solid. Um, mm-hmm. Now, it, from a card standpoint, this is um, the the card for you this year is the death card. And that means that 
it's time for this year to be when we go through transformation, like oftentimes it's represented by the butterfly coming out of the cocoon. It's time for us to let go of the past, to put to death the old fears or things that have happened before that have become dead weight that we carry around that we still may define ourselves by but really don't have any bearing on who we are or on our lives anymore so that we can start spreading our wings and reaching upward and onward rather than hiding away or feeling weighed down by the things that no longer have any life left in them which just means the past so there are things that are happening during this year that are giving you opportunity for rebirth or to challenge you to spread your wings a little bit. Um, it always makes you think like when uh, a mother bird is pushing the baby bird out of the nest because that's the way that it forces the baby bird to start throwing those wings open to flap and see if it can fly rather than just keep falling to the ground. And that's kind of what these opportunities during this year are trying to do for you push you out of that cocoon or out of that nest a little bit to to get you to start flapping those wings and realize you do have the wings and you don't have to fall with a thud to the ground because we're afraid that might happen which is why we would stay in the nest versus the universe is like the mother bird trying to okay we see you kind of hesitating let's just give you a little push <laughs> um and analogy <laughs> And so I say that because the cards that came up for this relationship are very positive. And the, the, the card for the relationship itself is the Fool card. And the Fool card is one, uh, it, it's, the, well, it's the zero card in the deck, and that represents a portal. It's, it's leaving behind an old chapter or an old phase and stepping into a new phase or a new chapter of our lives. And the Fool is about ultimate trust, both trust in ourselves, trust in the universe. Um, it is taking a chance, taking a leap. It's like stepping off a cliff. And again, it's trust in the universe because the universe wouldn't put us at the edge of a cliff to step off of if it, was, if it just meant we were going to crash on the rocks. It says, take the leap, take the step. It's not going to push you, even though we use that analogy with the birds, but it's, it's pushing you right up to the edge. And then it says, if you take this step off the cliff, take this risk, take this chance, take this leap of faith. We trust that the universe will either let us land softly or teach us how to fly. So it's asking in this relationship situation to take a chance, to take a risk, to take a leap of faith, because it offers the opportunity for stepping into a whole new chapter or a whole new phase of relationship experience for you. Um, wow. And and then there's cards for you and cards for and a card for the other person and the card for you is the page of pentacles and page of pentacles pages represent the children so there's something new being born um, it also brings us back to a childlike state uh, which says to again kind of that trust aspect but it's page of pentacles is really about being willing to in, in set off or engage in a new adventure and to see a world of possibility even though it's unknown and it might be a little scary but it's like we look at it as scary like an adventure rather than scary i'm not going there um and page of pentacles is the suit of the earth so page of pentacles says it's time to start building something or doing something real to take concrete action on something or to move towards something 
So there's some there's something new that is ready to be born from you, and this relationship seems to be very key in helping to be the catalyst for that or helping to be a part of what that is, part of this new adventure for you. Mm-hmm. And the the card for the other person is the Two of Pentacles. And one of the nice things of the Two of Pentacles is that it's a card of balance. So it shows this is someone who seems to have um, kind of a good balance in their life, whether it's a good balance of work and life or just a good balance of priorities or that kind of thing. But they've kind of brought themselves or gotten themselves to a place of being more balanced and being able to handle the different things going on in their life without one overwhelming the other or one suffering or getting lost because of the other. Um, This is also a card that represents taking things moment by moment. So this is someone who doesn't necessarily focus on or worry about like some of the things you were talking about. You know, I want to have kids and I want to do this. And it's all these future, future things. Um, And two of two of pentacles tends to represent someone who is a little more uh, moment by moment. They're more they're more present and they just say, you know, this is good for now. Let's just take this and then we'll take the next step. Um, and then we'll take the next step and we'll see where it takes us. But let's just take it one step at a time, moment by moment, rather than making decisions or doing or not doing things based on what might happen way down in the future, which means we may miss out on what this present moment actually has to offer us. So that's a, that's, that, and that's a great kind of person to have to lead us kind of into a new adventure. Because mm-hmm. we, he, that person keeps us from getting so worried about where we might end up. And if that's too fearful or that's not what we think we want, then why even head off on the adventure in the first place? This is someone who helps to bring us back to, yes, but, okay, don't worry about that. Look at what's around us right now. And, you know, look mm-hmm. at this forest that's right in front of us. Let's just go in there and explore that and see what that is. Yeah, but what if there's something bad on the other side of the forest? Well, we're not at the other side of the forest yet. <laughs> so let's not worry about that. Let's just engage in this and enjoy this and appreciate what's around us in this moment and make the most of it. And that's part of that fool card, which is taking that risk, taking that leap of faith, because we know it's a portal to something. And whether it's long-term relationship with this person or whether this relationship experience helps to alter us in a way that makes us more ready or brings us into contact with a long-term relationship, it's the key step here is this relationship because that's what is going to help set us up, bring about, or will be the thing that grows into that long-term relationship. So to answer your question, (laughs) I know that's a very long way to get around that, um, to answer your question, especially with that fool card there, this is worth taking that chance or taking that leap of faith and that it's time to go for it. Thank you very much. I totally agree with everything you said. You make so much sense. Wow. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're more than welcome. Any questions about that? No, you pretty much answered okay. them. And thank you. Excellent. Sure. Well, thank you very much for calling in. Thanks. Enjoy the day. Yeah. You too. All right. So next, I believe we're going to someone calling in on Skype. Uh, if you are calling in and in the queue on Skype, say hello. Yes. Oh, and there Hi, you are saying Julie. yes. What was your name? Julie. Julie. And where are you calling from? California. California. Well, welcome to the show. Um, what is it that we can look at for you today for the reading? 
Well, I, I kind of have two things on my mind, love and money. Um, I just recently ended a relationship or actually separated. Um, and I would like to know if this relationship is um, is just taking a pause, kind of like hitting the reset button. And um, I'm also looking for a job, and I would like to know about connecting with that, if that's possible for you to look at as well. So what's the day and month of your birth? I'm in a four-year. It's July 17th. Okay. So July July 17th or 14th? Yeah, 17th. 17th, yeah. Um, so well, now, why do you think you're in a four oh, I know because you probably calculated it using twenty fourteen huh um yeah. yeah, so for me, uh the energies really kick in, and it goes when I say year, it's birthday to birthday, so okay. the way I tend to look at it but I'll give you another alternative way too. Uh, the way I tend to look at it is you won't move into your four year until your birthday of this year. Right. So okay, you'll, you'll be in your four year. Yeah. yeah. You'll be in your four year from July through July of next year. Now, if you're some, some one other way of looking at it is that when the calendar year starts, you start to see the external aspects of what that energy is about. So you kind of see the external, in your external world, you start to see the four aspects beginning to appear. And when your birthday comes along, that's when you start to experience or see the internal aspects of that. Um, So, but that means that for the, for me, for the moment, you're in a three year. So um, that represents optimism and growth and sprouts of new growth starting to appear. Um, pay attention to where those sprouts are coming up because those are the things that are calling attention that needs to be cultivated or tending to. Um, I was just thinking like in a garden, you know, because the one is the seed that we plant, two is the roots that are establishing underneath the surface, three is when we see the first sprouts of growth. So during a three year, when we see those sprouts, one, we become optimistic because it's like, oh, look, something's happening. And we suddenly become, you know, excited. Um, So there is a sense of optimism or looking forward to the future that can start to come into things. Um, But also those sprouts, see, if things are still developing their root system, there's really not a lot for us to do. I mean, yes, we might have to water it or something, but it's just doing its thing. It's when we see the first sprouts that we have to start doing something because then we become more active in, say, protecting it from the elements or Mm -hmm. recognizing when it needs water because the leaves become a little yellow or something like that. So pay attention to the areas of your life where those sprouts of growth seem to be happening because that's really where you want to focus your attention and energy and resources. Uh, Other areas may just be still doing their root system thing, um, but... It's, it's the things that are sprouting that are causing us to see them because they're becoming visible or tangible in the world that they want us to put our attention and focus there. Okay. Uh, and then, so from a Tarot standpoint, you're in a hanged man year because hanged man is the 12, 12 breakdowns to the three. Mm. So, 
hangman year is when things get turned on its head. And we feel as if our life takes a 180-degree shift or a 180-degree turn. Everything yeah. seems upside down. And that's not always a bad right. thing, but sometimes it can be. <laughs> uh, or a challenging thing, we should say. Um, mm-hmm. it, is a, it is a card of patience. So this year is trying to teach you to have the patience to not try to force something, but, in order, but instead to maybe be able to wait and see how it develops, to see what comes of it. Um, mm-hmm. It is a card of sacrifice and surrender, so it is asking us to be willing to give in and have acceptance for how things are. Again, there's an acceptance because sometimes we can't do anything instead of trying to find something to do or force something. We may just have to come to a place of acceptance. Sacrifice Mm -hmm. sometimes means we recognize when or what it is time to be willing to let go of or that is no longer right or healthy or serving us in some way. So I would think it's like a hangman year is like cleaning out the closet. And it's when we're making, we're separating things into the piles. So we're recognizing mm-hmm. I have, and, and, and there it's kind of like we want to make very clear distinctions for ourselves so that we can get very emotionally attached to things. And that's really, I think to me, that's one of the big themes of a hangman year is non-attachment. So we have to let go of some of that emotional attachment to things. And it'd be like saying, if I'm doing the closet, like, okay, anything I haven't worn in a year goes in the discard pile. I don't care how much I love it, <laughs> how much I used to love it, or what memory I have attached to it. If I haven't worn it in a year, it goes away. And that's part of what we need to be doing this year, is setting very clear parameters and clear criteria for how to determine whether something is right or healthy for us to hold on to. And if it doesn't meet that criteria, don't start making excuses and justifications and exceptions. Mm-hmm. So the cards that came up for the relationship, there, there could be a possibility for this to simply be a pause. However, it means that there is there is definitely a lot of work to be done. And the challenge is the card that came up for the other person is the Six of Pentacles reversed. Mm. And when that card is reversed, meaning it came up upside down, when that mm-hmm. card is reversed, it often indicates someone who is not willing to negotiate or compromise it often is a card that represents either someone who is all give or all take. So either we tend to give, give, give to the point that we have nothing left for ourselves or someone who tends to take, 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 but never wants to give back. And so if there is work to be done, but we have someone who is unwilling to compromise or thinks it either has to all be all my way or no way, or they give up everything, which means they're still never really going to feel happy or satisfied in the relationship because they're just kind of doing it to please the other person rather than it being a true negotiation process. Mm-hmm. There, there doesn't seem to be a lot of breathing room for this relationship to be able to work towards something healthier mm-hmm. if one person in the situation isn't going to be willing to make any compromise or isn't willing to do any sort of a give and take. Mm -hmm. Um, The relationship card is the three of pentacles, which is where we get that idea of work, but it would also call in um, 
it would probably take more than just the two of us to be able to work through this. So it may mean that we would have to go to therapy uh, or that we would have to at least do things that are facilitated by or tools that are somehow given to us by others, whether that's literally in therapy or it could be in workshops or there's other ways mm -hmm. to do it, of course, but whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but the two of you trying to do it with each other is probably not going to happen. Mm -hmm. And again, I would come back to this other person because they're so kind of set in what they think that they need or that unwillingness to give and take that there's no third party to call them out on that. And even if you call them out on that, they're not going to listen to you because they're just going to see it as, well, you're just saying that because whatever. Um, and so if we can engage a third party to help work through this and the other person is willing to openly and receptively engage in the process, there could be the possibility of being able to work things out. But it's going to be very challenging and it doesn't seem very likely as long as this other person has kind of dug their heels in and doesn't seem to be willing to really, truly engage in that process. Do you see, um, just as a clarifying, maybe a clarifying card to that uh, six of pentacles reversed, do you see a, an opportunity for a third or an outside influence, we'll call it, to occur and set the wheels in a different motion? A healthier motion? <laughs> well, I, so it's so funny because of the words that you use, and I was, I'm, al I'm always amused by the tarot and many other tools too, because the card that came up for that clarifying aspect. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's the reversed wheel. <laughs> so when you asked to set those wheels in motion and then the reversed mm -hmm. wheel comes up, <laughs> mm -hmm. then we're probably seeing a very, very difficult time being able to set those wheels in motion because mm -hmm. the reversed wheel is like a wheel that is stuck or is getting pulled back mm -hmm. or is prevented from. It's like, it's well, like I would say with the reversed wheel, it's like there's a the, like there's, a cog in the wheel or there's something blocking the wheel from moving and we were pulling this as a clarifying card specifically for that person so it seems mm -hmm. as if that person is the thing that is literally wedging themselves into preventing that wheel from being able to move okay and so that says it's not about somebody coming in from the outside that sets an emotion it would have to be that person being willing to initially engage in the process to set it in motion. We can mm -hmm. find the third party if that happens based on the three of pentacles, but it's not going to be because something outside sets it in motion or starts it happening. He would have to be the one or she would have to be the one that is okay. actively helping to move that wheel along. Okay, so if I ask the question, would he, uh, what's the likelihood of him in initiating that action? coming to that realization and that desire to initiate the action? What would that part be? Well, I, well, first I would go back to the Six of Pentacles reverse because that's really showing him in the situation at this moment. And mm. he... It, I do believe more... that that's the case this moment, but I'm just wondering if that would, will change, if, that, if there's an opportunity a likelihood for that to change. I totally agree that that's where he's at. At yeah. So it can change because so I so I pulled a card based on that. You know, 
at some point in the future kind of idea. Um, And and the Ace of Wands came up, so the potential is there. But, you know, with Aces, Aces are kind of this ultimate essence of the suit. So they're not focused and they're not managed. They're just, they just are, you know. So Ace of Wands just is the essence of fire. Mm -hmm. And so there may be enthusiasm or there may be this sudden spark or fire of yes I want to do this but I would worry that they would be like Ace of Wands makes me think of Aries (laughs) I would worry that Mm. they would be very it's only going to happen it's only going to happen if they see something in it for them because Aces tend to be I'm number one and Aries is all about me Um, plus Ace of Wands and Aries, they tend to get, it's like, as long as you can entertain me and keep that fire stoked, I will engage Mm. in this process. But Mm. again, there's a kind of a shift where they're they're putting the responsibility over onto you of, okay, yeah, let's do this. So find somebody to work with. Uh, Okay, so find somebody that's going to engage us in interesting interesting ways of getting through this. So you know, find somebody to do this. So make the appointment. So do, but it's always shifting it off. Again, there's there's doesn't seem to be a lot of give there. They just kind Mm. of take as long as you're willing to do it. You know, well, if you'll make the appointment, well, if you'll do the research to find somebody, well, if you'll make sure that it's something that we'll all be interested in doing, you know, Mm -hmm. but it's shifting a lot of it back onto you, even though there's that. There's there's that fire of, yeah, let's do this, but it's only because as long as it interests and excites me and keeps me entertained. Mm-hmm. So, I, so even though they may do that, I still think that they're not, that doesn't indicate that they're really growing beyond that Six of Pentacles reversed aspect. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. And, and and for you, since we did it for that side, I thought, well, let's pull a clarifying card for your side just to expand on that. And the reversed fool card came up. So this would, to me, that would indicate that this isn't really something worth moving into or pursuing. It's not worth the risk, if you want to think of it that way. Um, also, right. the fool is the ultimate trust card. And the reversal would say that we might want to be a bit careful with where we place our trust. And so we could go back to what we were just talking about, that either they've already broken trust and or even if they came to us and said, yes, let's find a third party, let's try to work on this, we'd want to be careful about trusting that they're really fully invested in that process. Because, again, if they're saying, you go find the person, you do the research, you make the appointment, da-da-da-da, I don't know that we can trust that they're really engaged in it versus, well, I'll do it as long as you're doing all the work. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. So I would I would see that as cautioning you again of hesitating towards jumping back into this or taking the risk and, and trusting that the, the gamble will be worth it at right. this point. Okay. And does the spread show any newness of relationship? Anyone else new coming in? Well, so I'm going to shuffle the cards again because I think to look at that, to me, I needed to separate the energy away from that, yeah. what's going on there, over to uh, looking at it in that way. So pardon me while you hear the shuffling.
So the first thing, of course, <laughs> which isn't really a surprise, is that it's encouraging you to um, take a little alone time. You know, the hermit yeah. card came up first. So it's asking yeah. you to withdraw a little bit, to reconnect with yourself, to mm-hmm. go through the process of understanding and closure so that you can then come, like the hermit goes off to the cave, so that you can then come out of the cave ready with that wisdom that you have gained to interact with the world again and know what it is that you're looking for and how to discern what you come across as to whether that is really right for you based on what you come to understand for yourself through that hermit process. Um, If you do that, in the short term, we have the moon card reversed. Now, the short term... For me, a lot of times it's about the next one to three months. Here we're not necessarily looking at specifically like the next three months, April, May, June. We're looking more at what's the short-term outlook once you've gone through the hermit process. Mm. And so the moon card reversed can indicate, um, well, it probably indicates two things. One, we probably need the hermit time in order to go through the emotional depths because we'll probably go through a period of depression or we just have to kind of go deeper and scour the deeper emotional landscape of what's going on here or what this has brought up for us. But then the reversed moon card says that shortly after we've gone through the hermit process, um, we will begin to emerge as kind of a new person and that things will start to be more clear and we will be able to move forward seeing things that may have not been so evident or obvious to us before. And that can include people or opportunities for relationship that we might not have noticed before or that have been obscured Mm -hmm. to us before. Because if Mm -hmm. we're more clear inside for what we need and what we're looking for, we suddenly become more able to see it or recognize it more readily outside. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, and, and the reversed moon is like moving out of that card and into the next card, and the next card is the sun card, which is where, um, well, it's success and joy, but it also is this idea that things become illuminated in the light of day. So the hermit process will actually pay off for you because it'll help you to see what your next step is, and when you start to take that step, you'll suddenly be stepping out into the light, and all sorts of things will suddenly be illuminated for you to see and take advantage of that will offer yeah. new relationship possibility. Great. It always works that way for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> well, that's where you want to trust the process that works for you rather than trying to find the way to make the exception for what you know works for you. <laughs> mhm. Mhm. No, not surprising to hear. So I think that's very accurate and appropriate for me. Okay. And then money. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, really, yeah. really, it's really it's a job question more so than money, right? Right. Right. So, are you, course, so you, are you in a job right now? No. Okay. Well... <laughs> There's some nice indications here. Um, so uh, if we go back to the year cards for a moment, 
um, the, the like I said, the card that you're in right now is the death card, and then as your birthday, you will change and you'll go into the temperance card. And the temperance card is when things start to flow again, um, when we feel hopeful or optimistic again. Um, it can be a card of transformation. It's often associated with alchemy. Uh, and so there is a sense that something burns away or something new is revealed um, through the process, through a process that we are doing. Uh, because alchemy is us doing something and that creates the transformation process, like we have to apply the fire to something or whatever. Um, so I would especially see things starting to balance out and to start feeling as if they are flowing and for you to feel hopeful again, especially after your birthday. That doesn't necessarily mean we have to wait until your, after your birthday to find a job. But I think you I feeling. Sure <laughs> but I think you feeling optimistic that okay, I, I'm in a better place, or things are kind of like balancing out. Could be that money is flowing in again, so I'm able to pay bills again, and that would be a temperance year where we start to feel there's more of a even balanced flow for that kind of thing to be happening. Um, the cards that came up here, it's interesting because the first card that came up is the death card. To me, so the first three cards that I have here would represent like what's going on right now or so the death card coming up is what is the current situation look like and that being your year card would tell me that you would be likely to find a job with within the death year so certainly that reiterates before your birthday and that's followed by the eight of pentacles and the eight of pentacles is very often a card that represents employment especially long-term employment um, and something that I mean, it can represent a budget, but it's this idea that we have money that we're able to budget. It's like we have a structure that we're working within so we can start to figure out how to best structure all of that and organize that in the most efficient or useful way. Mm. So, okay. and the fact that these, these cards are in the present current time period would show us it's probably not that far off. Now, Eight of mm. Pentacles would say that one thing you might want to focus on for the moment is a job to make money. Not so much a job mm -hmm. that represents my career passion and, you know, the greatest thing in my life and all of that kind of thing, but more so a sense. job that, you know, gives me an income. Because what that's going to allow you to do is move into the temperance year, bringing things to a more balanced state so you can mm -hmm. then move forward making other kinds of choices and decisions, not from a place of fear or desperation, but mm -hmm. from a place of this is what is right for me or this is the right time for me. So it's saying I have a job. So good. My bills are getting paid. Now I can start thinking about how to look for a job that I really love and want to do. Right. But, exactly. You know, so this may be just asking you for the moment to set aside trying to find the dream job or, you know, trying to find the thing that is your ultimate passion and, it, you know, it's going to zoom you down the career path and all that kind of thing versus mm -hmm. just find a good job that allows you to have the income. It may not be the thing that will be the most exciting. It may feel a little tedious. It may not be something that is your ultimate goal or dream as the kind of work to do, but it will offer you the resources and start to create the stability that you need to have mm -hmm. that foundation we were talking about that comes in the next year, that you will mm -hmm. be able to start to uh, have that and move into that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I'm going to a couple of interviews tomorrow, one of which requires uh, lots of training. And I'm not sure that that's the right direction to go in. 
Um, and then another one that may not require that much training at all, and it's it's kind of like a part-time with a living situation attached to it. So, so just as you mentioned the options, I pulled cards for each of them. And mm-hmm. the card, the, the one for the job that requires the training is mm-hmm. came up with the Nine of Cups. And mm-hmm. the card that is like the part-time situation is the reversed Hermit card. So here, and it's interesting because the Nine of Cups obviously is the number nine. The Hermit card is the number nine, but it's reversed. Mm-hmm. Nine wow. is a number of completion. And mm-hmm. so... To me, I would actually say that the Nine of Cups shows the option that may be more aligned with uh, being able to bring you to a point of completion and satisfaction that you will be happy with what it has offered you and then helps to give you something to move to the next stage. Because anytime we get to a Nine, that comes up, then comes the Ten where we transition into a next phase or something new. I think that there's yeah. probably something about the training that you will receive that will then play into what you will be able to look for or get in the future. Mm. Whereas the part-time job may be something that, you know, gives us something, but it doesn't really seem to be giving us anything. Just think that hermit goes off to the cave in order to receive wisdom so that when they come back out into the world, they are a different person or they're able to look at things in a different way and they're able to move in the world in a different way. The reversal is kind of like saying, well, I don't really gain anything (laughs) wisdom-wise from how to operate in the world or what I have to offer or what the world has to offer me. But, you know, I sat in a cave for a while. Yeah, great. (laughs) So so I would actually focus more on the job that has the training aspect based on the two cards that came up here uh, because it probably will flow in – it will – cause things to flow into you and into your life that will then serve to flow towards other things. Right. It's, it's creating I'm, flow. I actually um, eventually want to be on my own. In other words, I want to go out and have my own business. So, um, you know, do you see that playing, you know, actually flowing into going out on my own? Is that a, a, you know, a possible scenario as well? Yes. Because nine is the number of me, and nine of cups tends to be about my personal happiness and satisfaction as well as it's a card of wish fulfillment, so getting what we hope for or wish for. So it mm-hmm. seems there's something about that job that helps to play into um, what will ultimately bring about the fulfillment of what we're hoping or wishing for in our work life or career life. Oh, great. That sounds very, very where, cool. Yeah. Go ahead. Where is that? that well, I was just say, where is that hermit card? Hermit does represent being on our own, but it's reversed. So there's something about that other job that doesn't really seem to be offering us much to set things mm-hmm. up for us to be able to operate or to be on our own. Um, because we're too dependent on what or who or whatever that job is, and mm-hmm. it doesn't really offer us anything to move in a direction towards being more independent because we're so dependent. Whereas the Nine of Cups seems to be that that training and everything seems to be probably very key in things that will help to move you towards being on your own. 
Yeah, this training, the way he, I had an initial phone conversation. Uh, Tomorrow's the in-person interview. Seems to be pretty comprehensive and, um, you know, like high level. Well, based on personal improvement, even. And he said personal development is, is actually the, the core of the training, believe it or not. Well, and that, but that's going to set you up very well because what you want to do is work for yourself personally. So the yeah, more that you exactly. can develop and train yourself with skills and things that help in that development are going to play very specifically and directly into moving in a direction of being on your own in a stronger and more capable way to be able to do that. Right. It's just that this particular industry is a little unfamiliar to me. So... Um, well, yeah, let's go back to our let's go back to our hangman card for this year. We want to see yeah. things in a different or new way. It may be uh-huh. it feels like it's 180 degree different. You know, it kind of flips it on its head. It's just like literally, if we stood on our head, the world looks different. That this may look very different to you, but I bet what you'll find is underlying at a deeper level, there are things that you're going to connect to that you realize it's kind of. Well, it's like when I think of religions, it's like ultimately if you get to the essence of religions, they're all really mm-hmm. looking at, looking for and doing the same thing. They just are doing it in different forms in different ways. Mm-hmm. And it's kind mm-hmm. of like with this. This may look very different on the surface, but the hangman card says peel the layers back. And when we peer beneath the surface, we're going to find that there's probably a lot more there that is either compatible with or is similar to that you didn't really notice or you didn't really make the connection of without being in it. Yeah, I'm already kind of connecting to that. I'm 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 already sensing that there is an underlying, you know, it's it's really about my my core belief and and my values are about helping helping to improve people's lives. So this this arena has that aspect to it. So I think that's correct. Yeah. Yeah. So be willing to flip yourself like that hangman and have a little patience. You know, it'll take a little bit of time to adjust, to learn, to connect with, to understand what this is, what it's all about, just because it is different from what you're used to. But patience will pay off. As long as they have patience with me, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the the nine of cups wouldn't come up. That's such a, a, you know, I mean, that's such a, a positive, very traditionally, that's such a positive card of happiness and wish fulfillment and all those kind of things. And it's personal happiness and personal wish fulfillment because it's that number nine. nine. It's about me. So there seems to be, it wouldn't come up if it was heading us in a direction of, you know, disappointment and failure or something. Okay. That's wonderful. That, that, that really also resonates with me because if it's any indication of the kind of, um, the kind of conversation I had and the sense I was getting from them, the man I would be working for, then I think that this card is representing really accurately. So right, because it is that card of personal happiness, personal development, personal satisfaction. So there seems to be something about that job where, just like you were saying that that person indicated, they want you to be personally developing, personally satisfied, personally happy um, mm. through what it is that that job offers and entails. So... I think that that would be the option to really pursue. Great, 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 great. Okay, well, it sounds like upwards and onwards for me. 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> so. All right. Um, well, and I, I will say something physically you can do that can help during this year, during hangman year, is yoga. And if you already do yoga, to do more inverted type of exercises, uh, headstands, shoulder stands, that kind of thing, because it's it's physically giving you the sensation of looking at the world in an opposite way that you then want to apply in a more figurative way to everything. Mm. Okay, so maybe get one of those inversion tables. Because I, I have yeah. not mastered the standing on my head or shoulders yoga pose yet. <laughs> well, that's okay. You can do it against a wall or whatever. Or, you know, just yeah. sit on the couch backwards and hang your head over the edge. Um, there you go. You know, it, I mean, it, sometimes I actually recommend to people to do that literally. Like if you're going to read, a, let's say, a contract from that new job place to sit on the couch backwards and hang your head over, you know, so that you're upside down and then read the contract that way because the blood flowing to your head that way can actually create different kind of clarity and that kind of thing. But you may also see something in the contract just because you're looking at it that way, which is just different than how your body is used to looking at something that mm-hmm. something may stand out or you may recognize something that you hadn't. Yeah. But it's just a way to kind of play with that image and that in, and that energy, um, even in a physical way sometimes that can um, be enlightening or trigger an aha moment. Okay. Wow, that's great advice. Wonderful. Right. Thank well, you. thank you for calling in. Okay. You're welcome. Bye-bye. And enjoy the day. You too. Bye-bye. So from there, we're going to go to area code 415. Are you there, caller, from area code 415? Hi. Oh, hello. Yes, well. I'm here. Hello. <laughs> so what, what's your name and where are you calling from? My name is Nancy, and I'm also calling from California. All right. It is a California day. Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> what is it that we can look at for you today? Um, a couple of things, actually. Uh, first thing is, you know, I, I've been single for a few years now. I um, was engaged for a number of years and got separated and, you know, kind of ready to start a new relationship. And um, it's been really quiet in that area. So I was just wondering if there's anything, you know, anybody new coming in. Um, also kind of trying to start a new career, going in a different direction, um, kind of, you know, developing my intuitive path and wanting to uh, kind of go into spiritual healing and and stuff like that. I just got certified as a massage therapist and um, trying to integrate the two, you know. So just kind of seeing where I'm at on that path. Um, actually looking for teachers and uh, trying to connect with more people in the community. So, you know, I just want to touch base with you on that. Okay. Um, So we'll look at those separately. What's the day and month of your birth? Um, October 11th. Okay. So um, if you've been listening to the previous callers, I use that to calculate a year number and a year card. Uh, And for Uh me, the year goes from birthday to birthday. So you're Uh in a nine year. Nine is a number of completion and closure. So this is a year where you want to look at things that are already in process or already existing 
and what needs to be done to bring them to completion, to tie up loose ends, to bring closure to them. It's not the best year to start something new unless Uh we are completely free of the old or the previous. So, for example, I've had people say this. This is why I use this example. If I said this is a nine-year for completion and closure, not to start something new, I've had people say, well, okay, well, you know, I I have five books half-read sitting next to my bed, but there's this new book that came out, so I'm going to get that book, and I'm going to read it from beginning to end. And I would say, forget the new book, and either finish the half-read books, or make the decision you're never going to go back to them and literally get rid of them, give them to the library or Goodwill or whatever it is you're going to do. We need to physically make them gone uh, Uh before getting that new book. doesn't mean they would never get the new book during that year. It just means don't get that until the old things are completely done with in one way or another. So Uh you really want to make sure you're not trying to start or initiate or look for something new in an area of your life. If there is still something from the past or something that is still left undone um, in that area and focus on okay. finishing those things, closing those loops first. Okay. Nine is also a number of patterns and cycles and habits. So this is a year where we are asked to look at what patterns or habits we tend to fall into what triggers uh-huh. those, and whether they are really healthy or good for us or not. And if okay. they are not, to start doing what's necessary to change that pattern of behavior or to change that habit rather than allow it to continue over and over again to be a repetitious cycle. So, for example, if we think of relationships, this is a year to examine what has been my relationship pattern, uh-huh. what has been my habit in relationships, And is there something about that that I need to recognize to start changing or doing differently if I want to see a new type of relationship experience come into my life? Okay. Um, And oftentimes that's looking at what's my part in it. I've, I've asked people that question. I said, let's say that you had nine relationships with alcoholics. What would be the common factor in all nine of those relationships? And most people will say, well, they were alcoholics. And I'm saying, nope, sorry, that's not the right answer. Um, the, actual, <laughs> the actual answer should be um, that me. I'm the common mm-hmm. thread in all those relationships. So what is it that I mm-hmm. do that always finds me in relationship with an alcoholic? Do I rush into a relationship? Do I overlook the signs? Do I think that I can always fix or save the person? You know, whatever it is. So this is a year to really be examining especially in areas where you feel you either want something to be happening or you feel like the same thing keeps happening over and over again, but it's not really what you want. Look at what's the pattern, how do you contribute to creating that pattern, and what can you do to start changing that so that it doesn't repeat yet again. Okay. So for the relationship question in general, Um, Also, nine is the number of the hermit card. So this Mm -hmm. may not be the strongest year for relationships. Um, It Uh may actually be a better year for you to have some alone time to reconnect and redevelop or reestablish relationship with yourself. Um, 
then when you move out of that as of your birth date, that's when things may actually start to open up and expand or when you can take some chances and start to set the wheel in motion because you actually move into a wheel year. Um, when you can set the wheel in motion for starting to generate new relationships in your life. Um, I know that may sound like that's forever. That's not until next October. But, uh, <laughs> Wait, do you mean this this birthday or the next, like this coming October? It, yeah. So right now okay, you're in nine in a Herman year and then October of 2014. So in what, seven months, six months from now, um, that's okay. when you'll switch into the wheel year. So that after that and into that year seems to be more um, of a conducive time and energy for setting that mm-hmm. wheel. Okay. Um, and, uh, well, I think a, a big key for that is we want you to start being willing to shine in the world more, which means like the Queen of Wands pops up here, and there is a sense of really being willing to put yourself out there in the world as who you are and not be afraid to just be yourself, mm-hmm. uh, to not feel intimidated, to not end up in the shadow, whether that means the shadow of somebody else or whether that means that you put parts of yourself in shadow because you think that somehow they won't be acceptable. Um, yeah. The, the more you start to do that, the more you become like a flame and you're going to attract the moths, the more you're going to see people attracted to you, and not just in general, but also you will find people attracted to you that you perhaps are more interested in because they're attracted to who you really are. So it's really uh-huh. this, this direct correlation between whatever it is you're putting out into the world is the kind of person or relationship you're going to attract in. So you might want to, again, that hermit aspect, say you might want to retreat a little bit and say, what am I putting out? How am I showing myself to the world? And is that really who I am? And is that really reflective of the kind of person who is attracted to that that I would want in relationship? And if not, those are the things to start shifting and changing. Because a lot of times we do that, you know, whether it's an online profile or we go out on a date with somebody, we, we try to present who we think other people want to see uh-huh. rather than rather than being ourselves because we think well that's going to sound too kooky or that's going to sound too eccentric or that's just going to sound weird or nobody likes somebody who likes that you know or whatever um and the key here is if you can start being more authentic and putting that out there then you'll find that people you truly find interesting and want attracted to you will start to come into the picture and it won't take very long because this Queen of Wands is in the short term. So the sooner you start doing that, the more you'll find and the quicker you'll find those kind of people being attracted into your world. Okay. I would say the key time to start doing that is in the summer because uh, okay. Queen of Wands is fire. And so that would probably be more towards August-ish, uh, uh, towards the latter part of summer. So um I would, let's say during Leo would probably be a really good time. And Leo is like July 20th to August 20th. So um, that would probably be a really good time to start putting yourself out there. So use this time to start thinking about how do I want to present to myself to the world and how do I do that more authentically? Um, Mm -hmm. And then really kind of gear up towards making that happen and starting to put that out there, shining a light on yourself in that way around that Leo time frame, let's say that August time frame. Okay. Questions about that? Um, 
Um, no. <laughs> Just giving me a little something to think about. <laughs> yes. So uh, now for the work question, really what we're looking at is how you want to further, well, are you asking whether it's a good time to make a change and go in a new direction from what you're doing or, or just how to continue better developing that other side that you're trying to move towards? Um, more the later part, like what specifically do I need to focus on to continue on my path? I'm not okay. really sure how to move forward and, you know. All right. And congratulations on just getting certified as a massage therapist. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so, you know, so again, if we just look at the year cards, I would look at using this year, meaning now through your birthday, um, using uh-huh. this year to be focusing on um, continuing to educate yourself, continuing to develop on a personal level, um, connecting with, like you said, looking for teachers and that kind of thing. Um, and this doesn't have to mean that you're just doing that with massage. I mean, it may mean that you're focusing on learning some other modalities of massage and that kind of thing that will be part of your repertoire. But it can also be personal development, which means doing uh-huh. your own spiritual work or energy work or, you know, whatever it is, so that you have that to bring to the massage work that you do as well. And then uh-huh. when you move into that wheel year after your birthday, that's when you that's when we have the opportunity for expansion. Um, it can be a little bit more of a lucky year in some ways. Um, it's also a really good time for starting to implement changes or set changes in motion or when we start to see things changing from what it is that we've been doing or laying the groundwork for. So, mm-hmm. um, I, I, and it can go kind of fast because it's like a merry-go-round. It kind of starts to spin. So um, really use the rest of this year for more emphasis on the personal development side, thinking about what kind of services and modalities do I want to offer? How do I want to present myself as a massage therapist in terms of how people think of me? Do they think of me as that, you know, a massage therapist who offers massage and Reiki? Or do they think of me as a sports massage person? You know, there's just a, there's just a difference there in how people would think about those two kinds of things. Um, uh-huh. So this is a good time to be thinking about how you want to present yourself, what niche you want to fill or or what your role and what your reputation is going to be in terms of the kind of services you offer and the kind of healing that you offer, whether it's just strictly therapeutic in terms like sports massage kind of thing or whether there's energy healing and other aspects of healing. So that's Uh one thing that's really important to be considering. And then you really kind of set that emotion or start to see things shift and change as you start to offer those after your birthday and into that year. Um, The, yeah, so the the magician card comes up reversed, which can say that we don't want to get started just yet, just because there seems to be um, an element, a resource or a tool that is still lacking or missing in some way. So, um, thinking about what it is that you had thought about offering but you still haven't studied or you still need more training in or you still want to 
talk to somebody about, that's the important thing to focus on at the moment. Because there's there's still another aspect or element for what it is that you'll be offering um, that mm-hmm. isn't quite in place just yet. And we need okay. you to connect with that, develop that, find that before um, really trying to implement or move forward. Because okay. it, it's going to be a key element to getting started or a key element to how you initially start to present yourself to the world in the work that you do. Okay. Um, the Eight of Cups is here, which is about emotionally letting go and moving on from something. That means mm-hmm. that we need to perhaps step away from something because there's something better waiting for us, but we need to move towards it rather than waiting for it to come to us. Uh, mm-hmm. So it may mean that you have to go to where that particular thing we were just talking about is being taught or is being offered or where that particular teacher is located or something like that rather than waiting for them. It'd be like saying, okay, well, they're, they're offering that workshop in Tucson, you know, in right. April, but maybe if I just wait, they've offered it here before, so I can just wait until they offer it here again. Okay. And the Eight of Cups would say not to do that because it says okay. we need to let go of the past, meaning let go of they've offered it here before, so I'll just wait till it comes here again, versus let me go to the mountain, let me go to where it is. That's where I'm going to find what will make me happier, what will help me to move forward, what it is that I'm seeking or needing. Okay. Um, King of Swords reverse shows up, which the reversal there can show us that we don't want to be unduly influenced or controlled by somebody else in how we think about something or how we approach something. So again, there's that sense Mm -hmm. of authenticity, being yourself doing it your own way. Don't let people talk you out of things that feel right to you at your core. So if somebody said, well, you know, don't mention the Reiki thing because, you know, people just still think you're a woo-woo massage therapist and people won't take you seriously and, you know, that, or you'll just get freaky people that come to you for clients or whatever. If that doesn't sit right with you or if that doesn't feel right, don't think that just because they don't do that makes them the authority. Okay. Trust your own instinct when it comes to that. Don't let somebody else control how you think or approach what it is that you know or feel to be right for you. Um, plus, King of Swords is about control, and the reversal of it shows us, I think this goes back to that reverse magician, there's still that other element that will give you a greater sense of control over your own destiny, over how you present yourself, and how you can plan to start structuring your business and who you are as a therapist and what you have to offer. And we want you to be in control of that rather than somebody Mm -hmm. else, which may mean starting to do your own practice rather than working for, say, a spa or for somebody else because they're going to control how you're presented rather than you being able to do that. Um, We don't want you to have to do things in secret, in a sense. You know, so we Mm -hmm. don't want you working in a spa where you can't tell anybody you're doing Reiki even though you actually do it during the massage. Um, Okay. So... I would say it will probably, the the turnaround point is probably going to be about five months from now, April, May, uh-huh. June, April, May, June, July, August. Well, we're in August again. I think that you're going to see both things you asked about seem to be very closely related to each other, the relationship side of things, the work side of things. And I think uh-huh. that August time frame is going to be a key turning point because as you become more confident in being yourself in the work realm, it makes you feel more confident to 
be and present yourself as who you are in the personal realm and vice versa. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, so uh, August, I, I, like I would look at this and say it, it'll, we still need another five months of searching, of, of putting those final pieces and elements and resources into place, of coming to that understanding of who you are and what you're going to offer, of taking classes mm-hmm. or whatever it is that you need to do. Um, if you can mm-hmm. allow yourself those few months, that would be extremely beneficial for the turnaround to happen. Okay. So, questions about that? No. Um, it's kind of funny, actually, because I just signed up for this huge workshop um, in August, the beginning of August. <laughs> ah. It's going to be over the course of two weekends, so I think. Uh, well, that and that may be actually the turnaround, the key, because it's once you take that, there may be something about that that falls into place for you or really resonates for you or just kind of mm-hmm. is exactly what you needed to be that final little piece to make everything come together for what you can offer or how you think about offering it. So mm-hmm. that probably is also indicating why that August time frame is extremely important as the, the turning point or the key moment for you, both relationship-wise. Mm-hmm. Pay attention to who you meet during that time, okay. especially okay. at those workshops. Um, okay. Because people you meet there, they're meeting the authentic you. Because if you, who you're going to be in the world now as a massage therapist, they're meeting you as that at those workshops. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So pay attention both on that level and also, I think, pay uh, attention because I think there's aspects, elements, and people that you will come across there who will be instrumental to bringing the final element into place to be able to start moving forward. Okay. So there you I are. have another question. I have another, well, one, just one last question. Um, I'm actually, um, you know, I have my day job now, and will I be doing kind of my day job and uh, the, the whole massage thing, you know, for a little while more, or is it just going to be kind of like a, a full transition? Um, you probably will be doing both for a while more. Um, I would say at least until, like, I wouldn't even want you thinking about doing just one, just the massage thing, until at least after the beginning of next year. Um, The key time for really starting to move forward or where things will finally be to a point where you can move towards doing that more full-time or just completely uh, is probably not until around next summer, meaning summer of 2015. Okay. But I think, to me, that makes sense, though, because if it's not until August that we start to have some of the final um, pieces fall into place to be able to move forward fully with this anyway, it'll take Uh a little time for you to really get that into place and engaged. And it's not until after your birthday in October anyway that we enter into the wheel year when things start to change. Plus, that means that's the year we want to set change in motion or make major changes. So before Uh your birthday of 2015 is when we would see more conducive to making some sort of a major change like that, setting that wheel of change in motion. So waiting until summer of 2015 seems to be uh-huh. more in line with how all of the energies kind of are um, that will make it far easier and more successful for you to do that. Okay. 
And you mentioned that I need to be kind of a little bit more proactive about making things happen in my life in terms of my career. Does that kind of something I need to remind myself in terms of finding opportunities? Um, yes, kind of but, but that and that really and that more kicks in after your birthday as well. That's more of that wheel okay. year energy. So yeah. um, yes, but use this year so that you know what it is you're looking for, what it is that you want to set in motion, what it is that you want to go after, so that you one are more motivated to do that, and two you're better able to recognize the things that are in alignment with what it is that you're really wanting. Um, so that those opportunities don't pass you by, so that you see them right away, so that you're willing to kind of grab them and run with them um, rather than feeling hesitant or fearful about it. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Well, thank you for calling in. Well, thank you for your advice. I really appreciate it. Sure. (laughs) And enjoy the rest (laughs) of the day. You as well. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. So if you are already in the phone queue, not to worry. Um, you will still be in there. Uh, I think it, uh, just in a couple of minutes, the live broadcast will probably cut off. But if you're already in the queue for a reading, you won't be disconnected. Um, we're going to take a quick break. And then when we come back, we're going to go to someone calling from area code 720. So if you're calling from there, be prepared because you will be our first caller right after the break. With your Firefly Willows LIVE hosts on Firefly Willows LIVE. Find out more at FireflyWillows.com. Enjoy the show. At Firefly Willows LIVE, 
We're working hard to be your trusted source for fun, enlightening, and heart-centered information and community. And we're passionate about the art of transformative media, the new leading edge of communication in our highly connected, media-rich world. If you're passionate about facilitating change and you have gifts or ideas you'd like to share, come join us, host a show, or be a guest, or connect us to an amazing speaker or teacher whose message is too good to miss. There's always room for courageous, knowledgeable changemakers, inspired artists, and new ideas. Let us know you're interested. Send an email to info at fireflywillows.com. We're Firefly Willows, L-I-V-E, helping you find and shine your inner light. And we're back, and you're listening to Firefly Willows, L-I-V-E, our monthly call-in show on the fourth Sunday of each month, where you have the opportunity to call in and receive a reading live on the air. So we are going to move along to our, my name is Hi-C, by the way, <laughs> just thought I'd toss that in there so you know who you're talking to. Uh, we're going to move on to our next caller, and they are calling from area code 720. Are you there, caller? Hello, area code yes, 720? good afternoon. What's your name and where are you calling from? My name is Michelle, and I'm calling from Colorado. And I just had to let you know I'm really enjoying the show. It's really been an uplifting, nice show. So I thank you for that. Well, thank you for those kind words. Uh, what is it that we can look at for you today? I'm hoping you can look for me to see if um, eventually down the line do you see me having more children. The day and month of your birth? is 8.13. All right. So, so just based on that, um, so, This year, 15, sorry, I'm just doing math in my head. Um, I would say that you have a a good window for doing that, that maybe is about three to four years. Uh, Beyond that, I think at that point, it it will be time to start letting go of the prospect or the um, focus on having more. So if it's something that you really want to do, I would say to start to make it a priority or something that you start planning for or putting effort into making happen um, within the next three to four years. And then beyond that, I would say to not really make it much of a priority. Um, Right now is probably a really good time to... (laughs) Well, let let us be euphemistic. Be making an effort. Hmm? (laughs) Um, Because the Queen of Wands immediately came up, which shows that everything is kind of on fire, if you will, especially because the Queen, for you, um, that this is a really um, strong time, energized time for doing that. Uh, Also, it probably indicated something that can happen um, very quickly or it can 
be quote unquote a surprise, even if it, like we were planning for it, it would just kind of happen all of a sudden. It wouldn't be something that we had been planning and trying and thinking about for three months, yeah. you know, working up to when it happens, it'll just all of a sudden happen. So one thing that that kind of cautions us about is if it's something that you're not quite prepared for, haven't planned for right at this moment, be really careful about trying. <laughs> Uh, because you'll probably well, be pleasant. I'm not pleas- at all. I actually have to get the, you know, the husband first. I just feel like I'm supposed to, and so I don't really have a problem, honestly, if I don't have any more, you know what I mean? Like, that'd be fine. But if I really am supposed to, you know, have some more, that's what I'm trying to, you know, kind of get myself geared into. Like, if I am supposed to bring my life into this world, hey, you know, I'm with it. But if not... Yeah, I really wouldn't mind not, you know, not right. having any more either. So, well, so when, when I was saying three to four year window, because um, I was looking at what are the year cards for you, and, mm-hmm. um, you know, and none of those cards coming up over the next three to four years are really cards that are about specifically being a mother. So I don't know that yep. it's really a calling <laughs> or something you're supposed to do based on that versus it's something that you've already done and therefore you've fulfilled that aspect of it, at least in the biological sense. Um, there may be other aspects of being a mother figure that you may be called to do and that may be what you're feeling. I don't think it's so much about biologically giving birth as it is other aspects of being a mother in the bigger archetypal sense that you still have left to fulfill. Um, I would still come back to, you know, if it's not something you are feeling this great need for or, you know, that you still would have to get your husband on for in terms of having an actual child, I would still say to use some precautions because it's still, probably through the summer, you probably would be in for a surprise if you um, don't do that. There's no chance of that because... I'm actually divorcing right now, so oh, I don't okay, have then. any worry about that because none of that's happening. But that's well, I will tell you. But I will tell you that sometimes, even when people are going through a divorce, there's that one moment where suddenly it's like, let's just have goodbye sex <laughs> or yeah, whatever, yeah. and a... it's like <laughs> surprise. Um, yeah, so. he's not even in the house, so. Or, or if you, or if you decide eight months, well, so won't be done. Or, or if you. Or if you decide that you just need to forget all about him and go out and decide to have a wild night, yeah. <laughs> that, no, that could also that bring either. a surprise. So, yeah. um, I'm just, so I just, the next man, I, that's why I'm wondering too, because I'm like, the next man that I deal with, first of all, I, you know, I don't deal with him. I need to get to know them. That takes me at least a year. So that's why I'm like, uh, you know, as far as time, I'm like, am I supposed to do this? Because this is going to be taking time. And it's going to take time. I haven't met him yet, and so I'm like, it takes time. I don't just use hop to right. anyone. Ever. So, I've never done that, and I wouldn't do that. It's very yeah, so you know. Queen of Wands says, if you're not going to do it now, then doing it in, in the, the literal sense is probably not something uh-huh. to even worry about doing in the future. Um, okay. But it doesn't mean you won't fulfill a mother role, but it just means that giving birth literally is probably not something that you're going to do again. There's no need for it. There's not something that's indicating that that's what you're supposed to do. 
quote unquote. Um, it, plus, the the long term card here is the King of Swords reversed, and reversing that card could show that you ultimately end up with somebody who either is infertile or has had a vasectomy or something that also prevents them from both having a child, but also there's a conscious, especially with a vasectomy, if they were the ones that chose to do that, there's kind of a conscious choice that I don't want to birth a child again. And that kind of means that you would both be in compatible places with each other to enter into a relationship because one of you isn't, you know, still hoping to have another child while the other one is like, yeah, that's done for me kind of thing. So I think that that's, (laughs) <laughs> but I think that that's an encouraging indication um, because it means you'll ultimately be moving towards and finding a new relationship with someone who is on the same page as you when it comes to having or not having more children. Okay. Wonderful, wonderful. That is great. And I'm also looking to start a new business. Uh, can you look to see for me if you see me actually... I have an opportunity um, to work for a girlfriend. She's still trying to get me to work for her, but I really don't want to do that because I really want to focus on, you know, getting my business started, and I don't want to commit to her and then have things start to come together for my business and have to, you know, leave her high and dry because I I really don't do that either. So do you see me, like, you know, having things start to come together so that I can get financing and everything to start the business, or do you see me working for her and then being able to kind of work around and, you know, get the money for the business to still do both. Okay. <clears throat> well, I would say that the the clear indication is to put your energy and focus towards doing your own thing rather than working with her. Um And I would say that we want to kind of put this on the fast track. So you want to start putting all of your attention and energy towards really moving that forward um, as soon as possible and as much as possible. Um, The you probably will see it. Well, I'll say two things. One, it'll probably involve travel of some sort, so it'll be something where you need to either literally be traveling or at least you're on the go all of the time. So it's not so much about having an office location as it is being mobile and going here and there. I always think of this because the Eight of Wands, I always think of this as like... um, uh, let's say a salesperson, they, instead of being in an office every day, it's like they're in the north of the city on this day, and then they're down in the southern region on Tuesday, and then they're on the eastern region on this day. So they're constantly on the move. Um, so there's a lot of activity, a lot of movement that seems to want to be happening right now around this. Uh, I would say things will really start to pick up speed and start to lurch forward and I say that very specifically because it's not so much about they just kind of gently ramp up in speed. It's suddenly they kind of go and, you know, lurch forward around, uh, well, the eighth week of summer is beginning of September time frame. Um, and, and again, I don't know if you were listening in the early part of the show, but that makes sense astrologically, too, because there's a lot of difficult energies right now but after july everything starts to open up and everything is able to move forward much more easily and freely and i think that's but this is the good time for prepping um but i think it'll really start to pick up speed around that time um so really plan for and be ready to hit the accelerator or to almost like 
try to keep up with how things are starting to develop around that end of August, early September timeframe. Um, because the, the cards that came up for going in the direction of your own business are the seven of wands, which means having the courage to take on whatever the challenges are. But ultimately, that's because sometimes seven of wands is like we've already had success and now people are starting to challenge us because they want a piece of that success. So we have to kind of continue to play king of the hill. We have to kind of defend our hill, but that's because we have something to defend. Um, but it's having the courage of our convictions, uh, standing up to whatever challenges there are, knowing that we can overcome them. Uh, and um, that's followed by the lover's card, which is, in a sense, that's the card of soulmate. So there's a sense that whatever direction you're going, working for your business or for yourself or whatever, seems to be what it is you're, you're destined to come together with or is kind of your soulmate yeah. is like the thing you're meant to be connected to. Um, plus the lover's card represents opening up other choices for us. So doing your own thing or going your own direction is really going to open up other options and choices and possibilities for you, other roads, other directions for you, whereas I think working with or for somebody else is going to be too limiting. Um, so we don't want to cut off that opportunity. But the fact that we go eight of wands, seven of wands, lover's card really kind of points in that direction as being much more energized, much more fired up, much more uh, lucrative for what you need to be doing or the direction you need to be going. Wow, that's so spot on because that's really what I wanted, you know, but I kind of felt like, well, if I need to work for her, you know, because things still haven't well, of course, I had to file for divorce, too. You know, I didn't want to have these two things mixing. And so now that I've done that, it's kind of felt like, well, I still don't see the financing for the business. She's still asking me to work for her. You know, am I really supposed to do this? But well, the, the only thing I would say... I don't say, want to tell her. The only thing I would say with the Eight of Wands coming up is that you could go and work for her, but it would be very quick or short-term. And it would just be for a transition period, but you would have to be very clear for her that that's all that you're doing. It's kind of like I'm, it's it's like going to her and saying, so I'm telling you now that you are just my layover stop in Chicago on my way to New York. I am yeah, not planning to spend a lot of time here. She needs me for at least two years, so she's already let me know, uh, like, two years I'm going to need, and I can't. That's why I'm like, yeah. I can't commit. Because, you know, I would never tell her yes, and I can't. Even though I right. don't see the way now, you know, I'm like, that's why I haven't done it because I'm like, I don't want to leave her hanging out there because I just don't do that. And so sure. they're like, no, right. even though I don't, I don't know because I just feel like, like you said, what I'm going to be doing is like what I'm spiritually here to do, even right. though I don't and, see how yet, you know. Well, but if nothing else, because we were just looking at two different options, this would say that, sorry, my dog thinks that we're being terrorized by the dog walking by. Um, <laughs> You know, every dog that walks in front of our house is like the Al-Qaeda of our neighborhood, you know, they're <laughs> undoubtedly. Um, so, I have to protect you. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um, so we were only looking at two options, but what's clear here is that at least the option of working for her isn't really the right option at this time. And of those two options, putting your attention and energy towards developing your own business and going your own way is much uh, stronger is much more auspiciously indicated. So 
there may be some other things that come up that you're able, like there may be some other Chicago layover option that you're able to take advantage of temporarily while you're still developing the business side, but at least working for her doesn't seem to be the right option at this time. And move, like, do you see me moving anytime soon? And if I'm moving, do you see me moving twice? Or do you just see me making this one move so that I can actually do, like, a lease or purchase of the building so that I can start to, you know, get everything together for the business, start growing stuff? Or do you see me having to move, like, more than once before I'm actually well, able to the do fact, the lease or purchase the, the, the fact that the Well, the fact that the Eight of Wands came up first, uh, and then, and kind of leads to the six, the, the lovers card, which um, it, it kind of shows that the initial thing is the move, and that's what okay. sets in motion or sets in place establishing something. So it does seem as if it's more about making a move now, and that's the key, rather than there being some move down the line that we're also moving okay. towards. Okay. And this means like the actual move, like like apartment, home, whatever, that type well, of thing, right? Well, so, so the, the Eight of Wands here, I mean, we were pulling these specifically around the business question. I would say that any move you make right now, you want to make by taking into consideration not only what would be good for you, but also what would be beneficial or good business-wise. Okay. So, you know, so don't move to a city and then think, but I'm also planning to open my business in this other city. Instead, just make your initial move to that city so that it's... Well, the actual move, because my business is going to be like um, permaculture, homesteading, farming, so that's what I'm saying. If I move, I really want to move, you know, do a like lease purchase into the actual home where I'll start growing everything and and do it in that way. But But that's why this is saying that making, making your initial move is something that you want to do not only from a personal standpoint but from a business standpoint. So however you're making the move now, take into account and do that in the context of what is also good for the business rather than just what you need for yourself personally right now. Okay. And you see me being able to do that, right? Yes. The Eight of Wands coming up says, I mean, that is a card of travel or move, so it's it wouldn't show us that this is the thing to do if it wasn't something that wasn't available or <laughs> an option That's for us to take advantage of, you know. It's like the, okay. the universe doesn't dangle carrots in front of our face for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I just haven't found, I haven't found it yet, and that's why I'm like, let me just, you know, I keep meditating on, well, and this, know, but this, on that and this aspect could also- of it. Right, and this could also be why we're seeing kind of that late August, early September time frame. Either something will come up between now and then and you'll be making the move then, or the right thing will suddenly show up then. And the fact that this Eight of Wands is here is speed, so it'll be something that transpires very quickly. So, like, it'll be an opportunity that all of a sudden shows up that wasn't there before, and now you have, like, you know, a week to decide and move on it. Or it'll be, like, something you find out about soon and then you'll be going through the process and then all of a sudden you you move (laughs) you know um and that's why you said i heard you telling the other caller start like if it's something that um you haven't actually used in a year or you haven't done any of that i need to do that too just start you know am i using this am i going to use it no get rid of it 
Like right, because you, you need to be, yeah, because uh, especially that seven of wands that came right after the eight of wands, seven of wands can be about being flexible and adaptable. And if we're doing something that is fast and we need to be flexible, it's like we need to be light on our feet. So we need to be okay. ready to move at a moment's notice. We need to be able to take advantage of something and kind of be up and out and into the next place very quickly. So the more that you can use this time to pare down, to lighten your load and that kind of thing, the better uh, prepared you will be and the better able you will be to move quickly, nimbly, and take advantage of things when they come along. Okay. That, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Wow, you are spot on. That's so <laughs> exciting, especially because, you know, you kind of, I don't worry because I know better than that, but you know how it's always in the back of your mind, especially because I have a child, you know. So well, like, sure. Uh, we, we understand the concern. Things, you know but yeah. but the nice thing is the cards for the direction of doing your own business thing here are cards that while there may be challenges, like Seven of Wands can indicate there are challenges, but they're challenges that we are able to meet. They're challenges that we are prepared for or ready for, and therefore it's just something that comes along that's a challenge. It's not make or break. It's not like, you know, it's going to be the doom of me or anything like that. That Eight of Wands, Seven of Wands, Lover's card is all really nice combination with not a lot of indication around great worry or concern being in there. Okay. So then I'm doing that right. Yes. I'm trying. That's, oh, that's, that's so the, great. the right direction to be heading, and it seems as if you are, so therefore you're going in the right direction. And I also remember you telling the other um, lady to hang upside down on the couch. Is that for everybody, or is that only for people who are in that hangman state at Right. That that that's that's more of a hanged man card thing. I mean, you could do that okay. any time if you just wanted to kind of flip the perspective on something. But that's more of something that's very directly related to kind of that hanged man energy. Okay. Yeah, because I thought maybe I'd try it, but only if you know it was something that was going to be beneficial. Because I've never heard of that before. Well, it's, it's not bad. Fun. It's not bad to try it. My goodness. Just you can always do what it's it. like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did kind of want to try, like. <laughs> well, but, but it's just like. like it's just like I told somebody in the chat room. You know, every reading we hear, whether it's a reading for us or somebody else's reading, if we're hearing it, then there is a message for us in that reading as well. So every yeah. every reading you have heard today has something for you in it as well, even though it was for somebody else. And the things that you're mentioning that stood out for you in readings for other people, pay attention to those because those are the things that are trying to blink at you cause, uh, that are in somebody else's reading that may be saying, this is also for you. Okay. So, you know, so don't discount those things. So try the upside down thing. Try the things that you that really stood out for you from the other readings because those are calling attention for you as well. Definitely, I surely will. Wow, I really enjoyed the show today. Thank you so much. You're more than welcome. Thanks for calling in. Sure, please leave me on hold so I can continue to listen. I will do that. Enjoy the rest of the day. You too. Bye. All right, and from there, we will go to area code 727. Are you still there, caller, from area code 727? I'm still here. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, what's your name and where are you calling from? I'm Kate and I'm calling from Florida. Florida. Well, welcome to the show. Uh, what is it that we can look at for you today? 
I am also looking at relocation and moving. So are you just trying to see how to move forward with that or what the right timing is for that? Or are there other factors? Are you deciding whether to stay or go? Or have you already made the decision of moving? It's just a matter of how to best move with that. How to best move with that. Okay. And what's the day and month of your birth? September 8th. All right. Do you have some options or opportunities at already in front of you? Not yet revealed. Okay. So I would start paying extra attention because there's probably some opportunities or possibilities that are going to begin appearing very quickly or very clearly. Uh, and... Um, I would anticipate that you would probably be moving by, well, so I'll say this two ways. I anticipate that you will probably be seeing movement on um, making an offer or getting the financing in place, but making a moving on some, making a move on something to move into within the next three months. I think that you will make the actual move. Uh, around October, um, and that's why, one, we want you to pay attention right now to opportunities that are coming up because there's probably something getting ready to appear that's going to be uh, worth you investigating or worth pursuing. Um, if you start to pursue that, it will probably be something that comes to being within the next couple of months or that you are starting to make progress on. But I think the actual move will be in October. All right. Are you able to see anything in terms of um, geographics? Um, Well, do you have some, like, areas that you're looking at? Because what I can do is if you have specific areas that are options for you, I'll pull a card for each option that you're considering. Is there, um, what? I'm considering uh, North Carolina and Florida and Europe are all, um, and there's the possibility of commuting. Yeah. I think for two reasons, I think the strongest, the strongest indication is probably North Carolina. Um, one, because the Knight of Pentacles came up from before. Um, and the pentacles is a suit of earth. Earth is often associated with the ele- with the direction of north. Um, so we have two things there. That's north from where you live now, and it's literally north in the name of the state. Uh, and then when I pulled cards for the three options that you mentioned, North Carolina seemed the best aspected. However, I always pull an extra card for or someplace else or some other option. And the star card came up there. So I think that the star card is may indicate, again, paying attention because 
probably, I would say, within the next few days. There's probably going to be some other option or opportunity or possibility that is going to appear that you will decide to take action on or that you will see as something you can take action on. And the star card may say that this other option will actually even be better than the ones that you are currently thinking about. But of the three that you've mentioned, North Carolina seems the best aspected. How about California, Uh Well, yeah, so Seven of Pentacles, and that may have been the other for the star card. Because um, the star card says, star card is like the universal neon sign blinking at us, saying go this way, go this way. And so we kind of get drawn to that or, or something pulls our attention there. And then when you said California, I pulled up the Seven of Pentacles. And the Seven of Pentacles would show, um, Seven of Pentacles is where we want to invest for the long term or where we want to establish roots for the long term because we're able to build on what we've already accomplished or achieved in some way. So California actually would be a very, very strong option um, here as well. So I would also really pay attention to what what opportunities or possibilities there may be there. Especially if, especially if there's already something that you have seen or pursued or investigated um, in California, but maybe had kind of set to the side, it may be time to pull that off the shelf and, and start taking action on that because it's something that's already in front of you, but maybe you hadn't taken action on. And that may be something to really, it's, it, Seven of Pentacles says it's very worthwhile to invest in that. Okay. So, any other questions for that? I think that works. Excellent. Well, thank you very much for both the patients uh, waiting to get on the line here and then for calling in. Thank you. And enjoy the rest of the day. You also. All right. Bye-bye. And let's see. From there... Let us take a look at area code 256. Are you there, caller, from Hello. area code 256? Hello, how are you? I am good. How are you? I'm great. What's your name and where are you calling from? My name is Kimberly, and I'm calling from Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta. Well, welcome to the show. What is it that we can look at for you today? I really want to look at career and Finances, I've been teaching for 10 years, and I'm burnt out in the public school system. And I just want to transition um, to something else that doesn't have to do with a lot of pressure or uh, politics. Now, I am applying to go to physician assistant school, but that process takes a year. But I just want to transition out to do something else before I go to school. Okay. So, yes. I would actually say, so first of all, I'm going to say that the spring time, especially this is the like second three weeks of spring. So especially 
interestingly, the last half of April-ish, around that time seems to be either a good time for making this move or you will see an opportunity to um, make an offer or pursue an offer that you would like to be made to you around that time. So I would especially pay attention to that uh, time period for opportunities that may come along. That, And what will happen is they will either feel right to you or it will be something that would make you happy. It will satisfy your heart's desire in some ways. Um, so the kind of thing that you're looking for or hoping for is likely to appear around that time. Um, and I don't, and I think it does kind of reiterate or validate what it is you're saying. It's not necessarily the the ultimate thing or the final thing. It's more because here we have the Knight of Cups. The Knight represents the adolescent. So it's kind of like the puberty phase or the 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 redefining our self definition phase. Um, so I think that the next thing that you move to is going to be a transition rather than a final thing, but it will help to stimulate movement towards something new for you, and it will be a part of that process for you rediscovering or figuring out who you now want to be career-wise, what you want to do, and that kind of thing. Um, think of it like transitioning from junior high to high school to college. You're kind of going through that process right now. And that's what we want you to just be open to rather than thinking you have to find the the ultimate thing as the next step. Um, it also, you know, Knight of Cups, Cups is the suit of healing um, and healers. So it does also support pursuing the physician side of things um, because it would have you moving towards or into a direction that is related to the healing arts or the healing profession. Okay. Um, I would say that you would definitely be moving on and out of where you're at now by Leo, by the end of summer. Leo is June 20th to July 20th. Um, so that so it may be that the opportunity or the direction starts to appear around that latter part of April, but then you may make the actual move into well, away from where you're at and into that other thing uh, around that um, beginning of August time frame. Okay. So we're not that far away from making a change. Um, it's more about, I would just say, to pay extra special attention to um, opportunities and also, you know, listen to your intuition, listen to your heart. What is it that you really love doing? What is it that you would really enjoy doing? and seek things out that fall into um, fulfilling those kind of things uh, because okay. that's going to be a very key thing, not only for you being happier than maybe where you are now, but also to help bring you to a place where you feel as if things are kind of coming together and starting to flow and that you're willing to kind of trust the current and go with the flow of where it wants to take you um, because... It, Sometimes if we're just trying to escape from something, we grasp onto anything, and that's not always the best thing to do. Whereas if right. we find something that we, um, either that our heart tells us is right or that we really believe in or that brings us a sense of satisfaction, it means it makes us better able to continue moving towards what is right for us rather than always feeling as if we're running away from what we don't want. 
Okay. Hopefully that makes sense. Yes, yes. Great sense. Okay. So, questions about that? Um, no, that was pretty straightforward. No? I think so. <laughs> and, so, and again, just think of this as it's time for a transition, but allow it to simply be a transition. So you don't have to hold out for the ultimate thing, but do find something that you feel is part of that flow to take you towards what it is you really want to be moving to rather than just something for the sake of something. Right. Okay. okay. And don't give up on the physician school or physician's assistant or whatever it was, because that also seems to be well indicated here. Okay. No, I'm I'm not. I'm just, you know, I might have some gripes here and there. I have to take a class. i got to pay for a class. But, you know, if I really want to get to what I want to do, then I'll just do it. <laughs> right. But the opportunity to start making that happen or moving in that direction, opportunities for that will probably start appearing around the last half of April. Actual movement will probably start around the beginning of August. Okay. All right. Thank you. Right. You're welcome. Thanks for calling in. Thank you. Have and, a great day. You too. And from there, we will go to area code 928. Are you there, caller, in area code 928? Uh, yes, I am. What's your name and where are you calling from? Uh, my name is Alfina. I'm calling from Arizona. Well, welcome to the show. And what is it that we can look at for you today? I'm wondering if my relationship with the person named Ryan really is over, or are we going to uh, work things out and he's going to reenter my life? And what's the day and month of your birth? December 8th. All right. Obviously, Ryan doesn't know what he has lost. <laughs> well. They're, they're probably, hmm. so there probably will be an, a window or a door of opportunity for revisiting this relationship within the next one to three months. The thing with the tower card coming up here, though, the tower card is kind of like the 10.0 earthquake. It's as if the big one hit and everything crumbled to the ground. There's a lot of pieces to have to pick up. And there's, you'd have to be willing to basically rebuild the relationship from scratch, from the ground up, rather than trying to pick up where you left off. There, do, there does seem to still be some feelings that... Uh, uh, still exist on Ryan's part. So there is that possibility um, that maybe also he would probably be the one that will reach out first. But 
the, the key thing will be that you would have to say, then we're pushing the reset button, we're starting over from scratch, and we're going to rebuild this completely rather than trying to simply make up for or add on to what there was before. If there isn't the willingness to do that or the ability to do that, then you likely are not going to be able to repair or rebuild the relationship. So one, I would say for you to wait and he would need to be the one that makes the initial um, reach out to do that. Um, I also think that between now and then, <laughs> you will probably be distracted by some other things or let us say some other people. Uh, so don't, don't neglect those things. Feel free to put your attention to those things because for right now, it seems as if it's not really on you to be the one trying to think about or figure out how to reach out or restart this versus waiting for him to be ready and willing to do that and you just need to get on with other things in your life. Okay. And you said the time frame for that was, what was that? Uh, the next one to three months. So, so the first thing I would say to that is if he reaches out to you within one to three months, then it's worth engaging in the conversation. But again, the conversation needs to be about, can we start over from scratch, put the past behind us, and just rebuild this as if we're just starting out fresh and new? If he hasn't reached out within three months, so let's by the end of June, then that would be an indication that you just need to move on. Um, actually, I have this feeling like he's going to reach out before then, like less okay. than a month. Well, that's okay, because if it's within that time frame, then it's worth having the conversation. But the conversation needs to be very specific about what I said, that we have to start over from um, the beginning. And that's the thing I don't want to do. I don't want to start over. <laughs> I don't want to act like everything's perfect and fine and start a new relationship. Like, no, there's a thing, there's some, there was very specific reasons why um, the things happened the way they did. And for me, that's the main concern. Well, so when I say start over from scratch, it, it doesn't mean that we, like, forget everything that happened and, you know, we just let everybody off the hook for whatever. It just means we have to start this relationship in a whole new way. If we're going to pick this back up, it has to be done on new terms and in, an, and in a new way rather than thinking we can just say, I'm sorry that that happened, and now let's just keep going on. Um, and the challenge with him is that the Page of Cups comes up. He, we're dealing with an emotional child. So he doesn't really have emotional maturity, and maybe doesn't even have experience in relationships to be able to know how to best navigate them in a more adult way. And that's one of the challenges that you may be up against is um, seeing somebody who is eager but hasn't really grown up emotionally. And if you're willing to help 
you know, foster and bring along and help this person grow up emotionally, then you can perhaps be willing to take that on. But if you need somebody who is at a little bit more of an emotionally mature place, then I don't know that he's really reached that. And you may find that you aren't willing to put that much effort in to kind of mother somebody along um, until they're at a more emotionally equal or mature place that you would need them to be. Okay, my other question is, um, like, I'm wondering, like, right now, does he, like, honestly love me or? Yes, the Page of Cups would indicate he still has very genuine feelings for you. Okay. Which is why he would be prompted to reach out to you because... He has genuine feelings for you, so that's going to be the. What, no, I'm not talking um, about just genuine feelings. Like, could you like, could you ask that question? I'm not talking about. Oh, does he care about me still? Obviously, he does, because you know. Um. So, what to you is the difference between that and the other question you asked? Well, there's a difference. You can care about friends and you can care about people that you really don't know, but, you know, to love somebody you, that's a different thing. Well, to me it is. So for me, it's like I need the answer to that question. Like, does he, like, love me or does he just care? And that's it. Well, at this point, and I think part of this goes to that emotional immaturity, that um, he, he, he cares. I don't know that he really knows what love is, Sounds like I'm quoting songs, doesn't it? Um, but he doesn't seem to have, either he doesn't have the feelings or he just doesn't really see this as something that would lead to, or he doesn't think about like long-term or, you know, committed relationship or marriage. So he has, if you want the distinctions you made, what's indicated here, he cares for you. But I don't know that he really is very cognizant of what it would mean to to love someone in the way that you're saying. So he's not at that level or at that point yet, which to me goes to emotional immaturity. Um, I think me like um, to me, I think he does love me. I mean, we've been together for years now, so. Yeah. Well, but he he loves you like a child loves someone. And okay, so, like, why are you saying like child? Are you just saying that because you you're going off my voice and you think we're both young? Uh, no, because the card that came up for him is the Page of Cups, and the Page represents the child, whereas the Knight is the adolescent, the Queen and the King would be the adults. And so when we see a page, and cups is the suit of the emotional realm. So it's a suit of the heart, of our feelings, of relationships, etc. So a page of cups is someone who certainly has genuine a feeling for someone, but is still a mm-hmm. child in the way that they experience emotion and that they haven't necessarily either experienced or grown in their emotional self. So they still... Yeah look at, approach, or deal with things kind of in a childlike way, which in some ways is nice, but there's a certain naivete there 
and a certain innocence there, which can be nice, but then on the other hand means they don't necessarily have the emotional maturity to enter into a relationship and understand what it takes and what it needs to build and to sustain and to work on a relationship for long term. Okay, my other question about this relationship is, is it worth it? Well, the main indications of the cards that came up would say it, it's not exactly worth it. It, it. It's not exactly the best thing to be putting long-term investment in if we want to... So I'll put it in silly terms, but think of if we're investing in something for our retirement monetarily. This would say mm-hmm. this wouldn't really be the best thing to invest in if we want to see the long-term growth and payout that we would hope for or need when we retire. So it isn't, and I think part of this is just because you would be investing a lot into this. He's not exactly at a place or mature enough to be investing in a similar way. So you would probably end up carrying much more of the load. Just like if you were both investing in retirement accounts, you would be investing in yours, he'd be investing in his, but he doesn't have the maturity to know how to invest. So by the time you retire, 90% of what you're having to live off of is based on what you had invested in, whereas he may have 10% of that because he wasn't able to properly work that. And so again, the burden is going to fall much more heavily on you to be able to maintain and sustain the relationship over the long term. And not, be, not because he's not because he's like, you know, a bad person or something. It's just he doesn't seem to have the, the maturity to to really know how to do that or really know what he wants. And so it's just kind of, I mean, literally just think we're dealing with an emotional child on some level. And that can be great, but it can also be taxing. <laughs> Just like a parent loves their child, but then they want to have one night a week with an adult so they can talk in adult tones, <laughs> have an adult conversation, because it just can be exhausting always being with a child. I guess. But I think that the time frames I think, are what's important here, too, to pay attention to is... Um, why is that? Well, just because if if there hasn't really been any major development or um, growth or change within the next three months, then that's a very clear indication that things haven't really changed or grown that much, and therefore it's not really worth continuing to try to wait out or invest in this versus starting to put our attention to other things. Uh, Well, people are entitled to their opinions, you know, and at the end of the day, I decide what I do with my life, and I think that's about it. So, um, I I yeah. perfectly agree. I I I would say we would stand side by side in that thought. <laughs> mm, yeah. A reading is just here to give you additional information to consider, but ultimately you have free will, and you decide what you want to do with the information, and it's just there for you to use however you choose. Yeah. All right, then. Thanks for calling in. Yeah. And enjoy the rest of the day.
And I think that that's probably going to bring us to the close of our show. Uh, well, we have just a few minutes. If we can do a quick question here. Let's see if there's a caller from area code 808. Are you there, caller, from area code 808? Maybe, maybe not. Area code 808? Okay, then. Let's see if area code 209, are you still there on the line? Hello. Thank you for Hello. taking my call. It's 202. Oh, 202. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, what's your name and where um, are you calling was, from? My name is Tierra, and I'm calling from Maryland. And I was calling because a lot of things have gone on in my life. Um, my living arrangements, I'm having to find another place to live. My job, I decided to quit my job because it was too much for me, but I can always go back. And then um, my finances and my love life is a mess. So I just wanted to find out what can you tell me about what's going on with, with my life. So my, my first inclination is if we looked at your personal astrology chart, we would see that you are probably being very directly impacted by a lot of the things that are going on astrologically. Um, that is likely to ease up and start to open up and become a bit lighter um, after July. So I think that you're kind of hitting the peak of all of these things happening and coming together um, and that you will see, especially after April, April is kind of the pinnacle, but I think that after July especially you will start to feel as if things are calming down, that you're able to make a bit more sense of things and that uh, opportunities for being able to positive, positively change your situation um, will begin to open up or be able to start moving forward. Um, yeah, and even the cards that I pulled to look at this are also reiterating that because, for example, the devil card reversed comes up in the, the short term. So it says that we're nearing the point where the chains are going to start loosening up, that we're going to start feeling a bit more freedom and liberation from all of the things that have been uh, constraining us and choking us. And so I would especially start to pay attention to um, opportunities and possibilities that start to uh, present themselves in the next couple of months because those are probably going to be things that are going to be designed to help ease your situation. Okay. Um, now, about my uh, working situation, do you see me returning to work? Because I kind of don't want to go back to work. Well, the, the Hierophant card reversed comes up, which says that either we work for ourselves or one thing that it says is we don't want to go back and work for a company or a big organization or something like that. So if you are working for someplace like that, this is really kind of cautioning you against returning to that kind of environment. Um, and instead, we need if we think of that from a work standpoint, then this is indicating that we need to start looking at things that give you a bit more autonomy, a bit more freedom, um, a bit more of an ability to kind of work on your own or to be your own boss or to set your own job description or that kind of thing. So... I would um I, I wouldn't see this as encouraging you to go back versus to be willing to say it's time to structure things in a new way 
and especially in a so way that has that you. Stay, you saying that I should just stay off work? Well, you you can work, but if you are going to work, it would either be for a small company or for some place very small and independent, or you would just start working on your own for yourself in some way, either as a okay. consultant or a freelancer or doing your own thing, um, rather than working for a big company or organization. So, and like okay, because so I was working for an independent, a small business. Okay. Well, one, this would say that's the kind of environment that is best for you, but I don't think that going back to the same place is the right thing for you. Okay. Now, as far as my living arrangements, do you see me in my own place anytime soon? I mean, because right now I'm renting out a townhouse, and I have a roommate, and my roommate told me he's going to move out, and I can't afford to rent by myself. Uh. I do see you moving, and I would I would say you'd probably find some place or be moving into some place around the third week of summer, um, which would be right at the end of June, early July. So I think that you may be where you're at, um, maybe through June, at the most. Okay, but, because my lease is up June thirty first. Oh yeah, so uh, the three of wands comes up here, so I think that you will probably be able and that goes back to that devil reversed within the next couple of months you'll be able to start finding and identifying things that will help to free and liberate you will make things easier for you um and so i think that you're going to find some place that you can move to and it'll probably be july 1st that early july that you move into it with the three of wands being there so you'll probably just be where you are through the end of your lease and then you'll be moving to someplace new and you'll probably already have found it before then so you'll just make the move Okay, because I have been talking to this guy about an apartment over in D.C., and um, but I just got to get in touch with him to see when can I move. Yeah, well, the Three of Wands that came up would say to be pursuing that. Because Three of Wands asks us to move beyond where we're at. It's like the card of foreign travel or foreign environment. So it's just moving beyond the borders of where we're at currently. So I know where you're at in, in D.C. may not be that far away, but still, it's yes, pursue that. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> okay. And now my love life. You see somebody coming in my love life? Uh, not right away. And so I think that it's these uh, the work thing and the living thing I think you need to be focused on first. And then as a result of those things, then the love thing will come because you'll be in a new environment or have opportunities to meet new people in some way. So don't worry about that so much for the moment and okay. focus more on the work and the living situation, and that's what's going to then create the conditions for love to come. Okay. Okay. All right. So All right. You, you, do you suggest that I shouldn't return back to work? Because I've been thinking about going back to work just to make some extra money. Right. Well, I, would say, I, would say, I would say not to go back to the place you were and to actively pursue in the next few days, really start checking into moving to that um D.C. place. All right? Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much for taking my call. That reading was really good. I appreciate it. Thanks for calling in. Have a good day. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.